territory capture is underway on server 15. I actually thought, I thought it was going to be contested. I thought we were getting ready to have a good one. But it didn't turn out that way. <laughs> so welcome in, everybody. Hey, what's going on? My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host. Welcome to the Sunday edition of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys all being here. Welcome to the show. Got a nice full room. Let's see who's hanging out with us here today, shall we? Talking Trek server sound off is ready to go. Let's hit it live. Welcome, Trek and Chick. Server 26, appreciate you being here. Welcome in to the show, Lord Farquaad on 147. Prater, Prater 5, welcome back, buddy. It's been a few weeks. Missed having you around. What's up, Server 152? How you doing, Bernard? Server 28, Buzzer on 147. Raging Ginger on Server 31. Welcome, Scaly, back from the Outback on 193. Rotifer on Server 17. Spannon on Server 8. Kukar, Server 17. Gallum on 21. Welcome, Vespa Man on European 147. Metal on Server 8. Quackoo says howdy, howdy. From Server 31, Jerry Ryan on 146. Raxnar joining us from Server 8. Virtual Army on 135. I am Rizo on... Uh, I am Rizzo. Rizo. Rizzo. Server 20, welcome. Hudson on 146. NC um, from... Server 9, happy Sunday, appreciate it. Zakara from 136, welcome Royal Power on Server 36. Lotahul, Server 158. Sotak on Server 28, appreciate you being here. Tabby Moza on 20, Meows on 27. Serenity on European Server 133. Tequila 163. Vita on Server 131. Hank on Server 15, ready to rock and roll. Blokimon is joining us from 134. Welcome Shinjo on 26 and 43. Twab on 22. Chronic Break joining us from Server 18. Corat Damar on server 15. Welcome Swagger on 20. Medieval Knight on 13. Jayberg and I Beglin from the Panar server. Server 32. Punch My Clown on 36. Dunk on 15. Sliver on 133. Blue Mandalorian on 8. Welcome to the show. Milo 101 on server 157. Traplord, server 10. Comic on 143. How y'all doing out there? Hey, what's up? The Professor. Servers 189 and 200. Omar on 141 representing. Hey, Sub, 135, Wicked Witch, and The Bear joining us from Server 15. Welcome to the show. QA on 24, DJ Gurr on Server 8, Data on 32, and the list continues on and on and on. Appreciate you being here. Hey, what's up, Silent Killers from 31, and Prime Emodial from 132. Appreciate you guys all being here. Your mics are potted up i would like to welcome a couple of our guests today first of all of course as always uh gregor the left hand man is here gregor welcome to the show appreciate you had a good weekend so far yeah buddy yeah it's been a good weekend good yeah I, you should not be now listen you should not be on push to talk you should be good to go because i know right now literally as we speak you are competing for the Helvi territory if i'm not mistaken is that right i am can you not hear me uh yeah sure can uh we can hear you competing uh, tell me a little bit about your takeover right now is it uh, is it being contested oh my god dude it is it is it's like the number my alliance versus the number 14 alliance the number 14 alliance now your alliance presumably is number one on your server i would imagine no we're not we're really not. Tell me a little bit about your, how your server map is shaping out. What, what's going on with this battle right here? Why is it important, and why is it being contested? It's important because it is one of the particle systems, like the only particle system we have for the in our in our uh, layout for whatever one that is, the Sulaban. Okay, so you're, so the territories that you have that are adjacent, you're saying that they are not. 
um, they are not of the same particle. So having this territory is going to give you another unique particle. Is that what you're saying? You, you know the Athenian map on your server? That's uh -huh. basically the exact same map we're running. Okay. Yeah. So right now, basically what they're saying, folks, here, is, or what, what he's saying here, and let me see if I can get this to pull back up. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, – here we go. Okay, so – You've got um, – you're competing right now for Helvi, which is offering a phantom particle, okay? Uh, that is offering a phantom particle. You are – I guess so if you've got the same territory as the Athenians do, then you're uh, pursuing this territory from the east and moving west, correct? That's right. That's All right, right so yeah. you have Lenara, which is offering a Surax particle, uh, and presumably then you also own Abalak which is directly at, at black we have to wait for the next uh, refresh to come around okay but now once you do owning just those three territories give you all three particles right you're you're going to end up with uh phantom out of helvy uh, sorry quantum sorry quantum out of helvy you're going to end up with surax out of lenara and you're going to end up with a phantom particle out of abalak and right there's three territories all adjacent that you can own anything else is going to be fluff right am i understanding that right that's right that's okay. right. Yeah, that's our three particles. But we went ahead and went up the Macala, the Macala path or whatever, Macala, to get the mining bonus. Okay, so you went up through Triss, and uh, and you've got Macala now to get your uh, your tier three territory, get your mining bonus, and so forth. Um, how come you didn't go east of Abalak? You went to Macala. Was it to do with the service there? You said. Oh. Yeah, because they said there's going to be isogen mining events, right? Right. So, why so not give us an edge for those events. Okay, yeah. Macala is a tier three that's offering an extra one hundred percent to the mining rate for all ships, and that's and and again, we talked about this, Gregor. Now, so you already own this territory. Have you mathed this one out? Because I had a hypothesis. I had a hypothesis that this was actually going to be one of the most potent services on the map because if you take a look and i don't know if we have this handy um if one of the Very moderators for mining research yeah yeah, uh, here we go. Here we go. This one right here. Guys, I'm going to throw this in the graphics room very, very quickly. Um, it's in there, but I'm going to post it in again uh, at the very bottom so you don't have to search for it. Gregor, uh, have you mapped this thing out based on these, based on this service? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, does this service, uh, is it included with the research or is it uh, actually affecting the mining bonus of the ship itself? The mining bonus. Uh, no, no, no. It's included in the research. It's included yeah. in the research. So, uh, so folks, this one actually is a little bit more potent because if you take a look at this slide that we prepared many, many months ago, uh, you'll see that obviously the most potent would be affecting the mining bonus there against the base rate. But because these are multiplicative bonuses, uh, including it in, well, it's additive with the research, okay, but it's still multiplicative against the base rate which actually makes this one a little bit more valuable, okay? So, uh, folks, take a look throughout the map, and Makala is going to be one of the high-value services, if, you, if, if you're thinking of them that way. Anything that affects anything that is being multiplied instead of added is going to be much more effective. I would imagine, Gregor, with you guys already owning this, that you have seen, I don't want to say a significant, but probably more than a healthy bump in your mining speeds, yeah? Yeah, and and more than that, I mean, there because it's isogen, there's only one research, right? I mean, regular mining research doesn't affect it. 
faction mining research doesn't affect your isogen mining. Only the territory tree affects your isogen mining. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, being that it's, well, as far as the isogen goes, but now this is, if I'm reading this service right, this is good for all mining, right? It's, so good, for, is... it's good for all mining. So, yeah, it's good all around. But, I mean, for the events that are going to net particles, this is going to have, it should have a pronounced impact. And, by the way, either luckily or by chance or by design, the territory in that path is also an OPC. Uh, the Tris territory is also an OPC which which for me uh, uh for people in my alliance uh gave us you know about a 20 percent effective opc boost for the 50 percent base i'm sorry tabby moza i did i did kind of forget because i've got so much on my list today do you guys want to get into stupid news i'll give you the stupid news uh gregor i mean how dare you <laughs> how dare you begin and not give us the stupid news uh, or allow me to forget. I mean, what the heck is your problem, man? Uh, huh? You let, let me, me for, you let me forget okay. the stupid news. Let's do the stupid news then. Oh, well, sorry. Okay, thank you, Gregor. I appreciate it. Let's do it. Stupid <laughs> news! <laughs> uh, we really don't have to do it. I mean, you don't want it. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> I, I tell you what. I tell you what. I, I won't do anything crazy long. We'll just do like one or two and then we'll save it. Um, how about this one? <laughs> this is appropriate today, Gregor. Royal Caribbean has attracted 100,000 volunteers to test the new coronavirus safety protocols by taking clients on a free cruise on their ships. Have you heard about this? 100,000 people have signed up to go on these coronavirus cruises so that they can test the containment protocols uh, being offered by the cruise lines. People are wondering who would actually volunteer to go on what they are legitimately, Gregor, calling a COVID cruise. Uh, although mostly, looking at the list, it appears to be mostly New York Jets fans who have nothing to live for. Uh, <laughs> a new study <laughs> a new study finds that, uh, Gregor, that Roomba vacuum that you were so excited about uh, getting into the house, well, apparently they are now able to be hacked. If you've got the one that is connected to the internet, like the, to your Wi-Fi, it can be hacked to record sound in your house. So Amazon Alexa is now uh, no longer the only device sucking up your private information. The Roomba can now be hacked to listen in on what's going on in your house. That's true story, folks. True story. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we have. I'm going to skip some of this stuff. <laughs> I, I will I'll skip some of it. Uh, how about this? Gregor Royal Insiders saying Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are being pressured to drop their $100 million Netflix deal over the smearing of Princess Diana on their Netflix series called The Crown. Uh, because, I mean, obviously, Meghan clearly cares so much about what Harry's family is thinking about it. So, uh, yeah, they're getting pressured to apparently drop the series. I don't think people realize, truthfully, though, uh, yeah, I don't think people how, realize how little Meghan and Harry actually care about The Crown. Like the dude is twelfth in line to the throne. The only where he's the only way he's wearing a crown is if he's having a birthday party at Burger King. That is the <laughs> only crown this cat's gonna get. I don't know why anybody cares. Uh, Gregor, the California mansion that served as Chris Jenner's home on Keeping Up with the Kardashians is on sale for seven point nine nine million dollars. The house. Uh, I don't know it's if anybody knew this. I don't know if anybody knew this. The house that was used as Kris Jenner's home on the show, she never actually lived in. It was actually a set. Did you know that? 
I had no idea. I thought reality shows were completely real, right? <laughs> but seriously, she's never actually lived in the house. They won $7.99 million, but everyone knows the Kardashians will go down easily, so it'll probably sell for, <laughs> sell for less. Um, police in London say $7 million in Apple products were stolen in a highway robbery. Uh, $7 million. Authorities are currently searching for the three iPads and two MacBook Pros. Uh, no updates yet. A driver was tied up while the truck was emptied, but uh, I don't feel as bad for him, Gregor. I feel bad for the factory workers. They were supposed to be off from school for Thanksgiving, but now they got to make up the quota. <laughs> it's terrible. <sighs> okay, uh, let's see here. We'll do this. <laughs> do this last. Thank you, so tight. Here's the last one. A Florida couple. Florida couple was arrested for having sex in view of passing motorists on a main highway. Gregor, they were driving along the road, and they decided to do the deed, and everybody could see him. They uh, they were arrested and apparently cited for doing 69 and a 35. <laughs> Zing! Get it? You get it? They were speeding. There. Okay. That's all I got. I actually skipped a lot of it. I skipped a lot of it. All right. There you go. See now. Now we're done. We're out of the way. Uh, we can go back to our. <laughs> we'll go back to our conversation. Thank you. Uh, we'll go back to our conversation here about the map. Um, and and I actually didn't want to spend a great deal of time on this. I kind of just wanted to know what you guys were looking at, Gregor. How you were looking? How's your takeover going, by the way? You versus the number. We're winning. The number fourteen ranked alliance. Is that what you said you were fighting I, against? I was. I was being facetious. They're probably higher than that, but probably, yeah. probably he didn't bother to check. Uh, but you're winning They're here. Eleven. <clears throat> okay. Well, there you go. So uh, we we do have a couple of ideal paths. Okay. And so for those of you, listen, I'm not going to lie. If, if you are on a server that is any kind of plugged in, that if there is any kind of um, education going on in your server, then this path is most certainly taken. But it is one of the more valuable ones on the map, I believe, just because of the combination of services, the combination of particles, the combination of um, its locations and the things that can be mined there. You know, you take a look at Lenara has both one and two star isogen. That's going to be wildly important for an isogen mining event, right? You take a look at Helvi right now which has some two-star. Uh, you take a look at Tress, which has some three-star, um, which is fine. Those two are less than spectacular when it comes. Believe it or not, the Tier 1 territory of Lenara is wildly valuable, uh, valuable, folks, because it allows you to mine one and two-star. Gregor, do you know, you probably do, anybody else know where else in Origin Space besides, besides uh, let me rephrase, there are over triple the number of tier two isogen nodes in origin space if you'll look throughout the map you'll notice very few systems where you can actually mine tier one isogen and i don't know if anybody's paid a lot of attention to that that's wildly important to me now I, I, guys i know that there are some systems new jord adia comst baku thank you guys for for offering those those are key systems all right, guys, hear me again. Adia, New Jord, Comst, Beku, those are very important systems because right now, the only way to get Tier 1 Isogen is either to mine it in Origin Space, mine it outside of Origin Space, or do Armadas. 
Okay. Now, uh, again, I said this on the last show, and I'm going to bring it back here and remind you why Tier 1 Isogen refines are the most important. Tier 1 Isogen refines. Okay, Stoney says steal Tier 1 over Cargo Isogen. That would be fine, but Stoney, at least on my server, there are very few people mining Tier 1. I know that there are a few. The bear says you can get it from Overcargo. Guys, there's not as many. I would be willing to bet on your server you're finding more 2- and 3-star Probably more two-star than anything. Am I wrong? Because that's what I'm looking at. If I take a look at my cargo right now, like my inventory, folks, I have 45,000 one-star. I have 65,000 three-star. And I have 1.2 million two-star. 1.2 million. Because tier two nodes are the easiest to find. Now, you don't want to mine tier one isogen outside of origin space because the mining rate sucks. All right, Bull says, I found a lot of tier one in non-territory space as far as overcargo, and that may be true. All right, but the tier one in origin space is going to mine a lot faster. So some of these territories actually have a lot of value if they contain one and two star. All right, that's a highly valuable system in my mind, especially as we prepare, folks, for the upcoming release of the Isogen Mining Particle events. I have been told, I have been reassured by Scopely that they are coming before the end of this arc. Folks, there is 11 days left in this arc. 11 days. And if it's coming in this arc, then it's, I mean... We got less than 11 days for it to present itself. You had better be putting yourself and your alliance in position to get these isogen nodes controlled. Okay? They have told us, Scopely has said, it is coming this month. This has been, this has been publicly stated. There's a screenshot from Roy. Yo, Roy, shout out. There's a screenshot from Roy uh, floating around that says they will be here this month. Folks, there's 11 days left in the arc. All right, so that's wildly important. And again, I didn't want to spend a whole bunch of time talking about control of the map. We've, we've spent a lot of time on that over the last few weeks, Gregor. But just in case you guys are missing it, there are some things, some subtleties here. Who've got, there's, it's a lot. You got the particles, you got the schedules, you got the currencies. You need to make sure everything lines up. You want to l look at your path, okay? Uh, you just got to be got to be real, real careful with that. Okay? Well, I think, I think what we discussed too, like not here, but in other conversations was what is the draw to territories long-term in the game? And it's really about completing that research tree, right? It is. And, and everything that we've seen so far is going to be based around mining events to collect those particles. So the mining bonus systems are in my mind, the most valuable. They're definitely, yeah, that they're, they're definitely going to offer expansion. a competitive yeah. advantage for sure. You know, for the Alliance that owns Makala, that's going to be a huge benefit to somebody when it comes to an, to an isogen mining event. For, yeah, exactly, for now. This map is going to change as time goes on. The the hot spots, if you will, are going to be different as Scopely puts different priorities on different types of events, okay? that That's going to happen, and so you're going to see the power shift in this map. And I think that's how you keep it interesting long-term, Gregor, is that you shift what the most desirable services are. You know, I even I even think that it would be a good idea for Scopely at some point to come in and and pick two or three services on the map and add another 50 percent to them. 
or another 100% to them. Just make them like the premium service, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and we know that coming up outside of ARC-3, here's, a, here's the next thing that we know. These services will rotate, folks. All right? And as of now, we do not know if it's going to alternate between 1 and 2, if it's going to alternate between 1 and 5, if it's going to be a round robin between all of the services. We don't know. But, folks, I'm here to tell you, you are only going to have at most two weeks' notice on what the services are going to be uh, outside of ARC-3. And that would presumably mean, you know, uh, in ARC-4 and moving forward. Okay, and yes, I did say ARC-4 for those of you who have missed that. That's been confirmed as well. But these services are going to miss. So for right now, for the next two to three weeks, all right, Makala is going to be a great territory, but it could easily be switched over to 10% to dodge uh, coming up in December. <laughs> you know what I'm yep. saying? And and there and then let me ask. Let me ask somebody from the Athenians who might be in the room right now. Uh, let me ask somebody uh, from Wars. Let me ask somebody from, well, let's see. I'm trying to look at the screenshots in the actual chat room right now of people who own these territories. Alliances who own the territories. Let me ask you. Are you going to keep Makala? Even though it's a Tier 3 system, even though it's got G3 and G4 gas at double speed, are you going to keep Makala if its service becomes a 10% buff to dodge? You know, are you going to keep it? It depends on the structure of these mining events, which we haven't seen yet. We don't know. We don't know about that. But the structure of the mining events appear to be based in isogen. Okay, they appear to be based in isogen, meaning Makala, for example, is not going to give you any benefit whatsoever if if it loses its mining service. Okay, Raxnar says, are they going to rotate off what they list now? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they're going to change because if you look right now, guys, this is what you're seeing. Okay, if you look in a tier one or tier two system, you've got one service buff. Okay, one is lit up and one is grayed out. If you actually click on those descriptions, the one that's grayed out says that it's going to be the one that comes next. Okay, like the one that's grayed out, that's coming up next week. And and right now they're all the same because they said they're not going to rotate them. But outside of ARC 3, what you are going to see is eventually the one that's grayed out is going to suddenly pop up and be something different. And that is your clue. That's what it's going to be for the next week. So as you are looking at your path on the map, this is going to constantly flow and ebb because there might be a territory that uh, you were not interested in that you might be adjacent to, but you weren't interested in to begin with. But if it's coming up next week and has this buff, then maybe now you're getting excited about it. The Tier 3 systems have two buffs, okay? And that's why I want everyone to be clear, for example, on POPs. All right, his screenshot in the chat room right now is of the Barasa system. It's a Tier 3, and it's showing four services, two lit up and two grayed out. All right, because Tier 3 territories will offer you two different buffs, and they do stack. All right, so uh, you've got two this week, and you've got the upcoming two for next week. All right, so uh, just be be real clear about that. Um Pop says, you know what, just chase the three particles. Boost and mats are just icing on the cake. That could be that could be your strategy. But what if the particles are isolated to say one week a month, Pops? I'm just saying that if they would. Like in arc three, 
It looks like we're only going to get them for about one week. So what if they're leaderboard based? What if they're leaderboard based? I mean, there's those priorities could be a little bit different. Okay, those priorities could be a little bit different. So you just want to, you know, you want to look at that very carefully. Prater 5 also says, yeah, and some of the services are a ridiculous cost. Folks, I also point that out. My alliance currently owns a territory that we have not activated because we have decided that we would rather save that currency for something else. All right. So you don't feel like you have to update or activate every service every single week. Truthfully, that's probably where Scopely is going to make their money is off the alliances that feel like they have to have everything activated all the time because that's going to be really expensive. All right. Those materials, those diodes and emitters and reactors, that's going to be expensive, super expensive if you're going to maintain that stuff with all of those those territories, you know, all the time. So. You know, you, you got to be, be be careful about that. Um, <clears throat> again, didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but I do want to go ahead and transition into some of the takeover battles. Now, Gregor, let me ask you, you were going against the number 11 ranked alliance. You are presumably in the top three as far as your alliance goes. How has your server been with uh, alliances and politics? Like, did anybody show up on your behalf? Did anybody show up on their behalf? How many players do you think you had com- uh, competing just a moment ago down here in the um, yeah, healthy very, territory. Very little. It's Ours is not that competitive at the moment. Okay. Uh, the, the top alliances have not gone head-to-head for any of the territories. I would imagine, uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I am going to give a shout-out here, I would imagine that I believe the server, uh, based off my reports, based off what I have seen, based off what I have heard, based off the video, I'm going to give a shout-out to Server 26, whom I believe to be probably one of the most active servers as far as territory capture has gone. Yeah, Server 26, uh, and the reason I say that, guys, (laughs) Server 26 is treating this kind of like um, a server civil war if if I if I may be so bold, uh, truck and chick is there. Um, yep. It, it, let me ask you the politics on your server. First of all, from what I understand, they've not been contentious. Like everybody is having a good time. I don't think anybody is being super hateful or salty. But you guys have basically split the server, right? You got the north and the south. You got the east and the west. You you literally have server side A, server side B. And it, every contested territory is a civil war between the North and the South. Am, am I getting that right? Pretty much, yeah. Like everybody in the top, say, 10 or 15 alliances, they've chosen a side. There's only two sides, right? And so everybody is showing up to contest every territory on behalf of the, you, you know, the North or the South, yeah. for lack of better terms. Yeah. Um, the reason that I give 26 the shout-out is because they – um, have successfully, I say successfully, they have crashed server 26 now no less than four times. Four... Uh, make that like eight or nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just well, four that you know of, dear. I was going to say, I've only got actual written reports on four of them. They have crashed their server out um, eight, eight times now, according to Truck and Chick. All right. And when I say crash the server, folks, I'm not talking about, you know, lag. Okay, because I know a lot of you have lag. When I say crash the server, I literally mean the game goes down and it takes 10 to 15 minutes before anybody can even log back in again. 
Okay. Last big contention we had, DJ, I was out for 25 minutes. 25 minutes before the game servers would even allow access to these players to get back in on the server. 20 Server 26 has, has almost jokingly made it a goal to, to crash the server during a takeover. All right. Now, the reason that I bring this up is is for a couple of reasons. Co just said, hey, it's gotten a lot better. And that's what I want to spend the next few minutes talking about. And I want to consult, uh, I kind of want to consult with Gregor here a little bit as well. Gregor, uh, Scopely came out and has actually announced that they have implemented some code. They've done a patch, some kind of back-end fix, okay? Um I don't know exactly what that consists of. Obviously, we haven't gotten the nitty-gritty details. But what we are now seeing, finally, thank the heavens above, we are seeing a renewed effort on lag mitigation. We're seeing a renewed uh, response from Scopely on trying to handle the lag uh, and trying to mitigate it to the point where Server 26, hey, Chick, has, has Server 26 actually crashed since the launch of the hot patch? Uh, the last two big territory captures that we've done, we did not crash. We just lagged bad. Which is obviously still an improvement, okay? But but Very much so. Yeah, and an improvement. Now, heavy lag, which we're trying to mitigate, but the servers didn't crash. Now, for those of you uh, who have been experiencing heavy lag, okay, obviously it is disappointing. I totally get that, uh, Sue. I get it. It's been disappointing. It's been difficult to battle. Uh, then some other servers, like Gregor, has described, gosh, we've actually had very, very little lag on our server. Folks, I think that you can probably safely bet that the more people and the more alliances that are competing in these takeovers, the, the rougher it's going to be. Um, but we are seeing, seeing some steps in the proper direction. Uh, and I want to spend a few minutes the bear says ours has gotten better i agree i think server 15 has improved it's still there it's definitely not gone but you know listen in my conversations you know with some of the guys uh, in in the live ops channel this was not going to be the flip of a switch you know this was going to be hey we've implemented something that we think is going to help now you know we got to fine tune it but we just need to get it out there we need to make it better and now we can we can work on fine tuning it a little bit all right um, Raxnar says, but capping out a system still lags it really hard. And I know that some people have said that. Chick, you've said that, right? You guys f very frequently are hitting the system cap for the number of ships that can be in there, right? Yeah. Has, yep. has anybody actually figured out what that number is yet? <laughs> no, because I can't get into count. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some screenshots. I'm just kind of wondering if anybody actually has, has taken the time to try to count it out. Because it seems like it would be several hundred, but I, I don't know exactly what that number is. I, I feel like it's got to be at least like three or four hundred. Kukar is thinking uh, maybe three hundred. Bear, see, I think it's more than two hundred. I think it has to be more than two hundred. Uh, and I'm listen, Raxnar. I'm not saying counting during a battle. I'm saying taking a screenshot, take a screenshot, and then count. Um, but you know, I'm kind of wondering if if there is the capability of trying to determine how many ships can be in a system. Nonetheless, the lag seems to be improving. So, Gregor, I'd like to give you a couple of minutes here, and, and Vita as well, all right? Because, Vita, this is something we talked about slightly before the show. Not exactly, and Vita will ask you to stay on topic here. But what is it that you think that Scopely has done that is actually, for the first time that we've ever seen, what is Scopely doing where they're actually mitigating lag? 
Like it's actually getting better for the first time ever. So what is it that they're doing? Well, that's a loaded question because I don't know their application architecture. So, I mean, you could guess that maybe they upgraded the AWS instances to be more powerful instances, but I so don't have when, any details. We, we, do, we do know that they're on Amazon, right? We know that they're on Amazon Web Services. They've talked about AWS before. Now, I, I'm not going to claim to know anything about this kind of architecture. I don't know anything about this type of deployment. I mean, when, when we're talking about a server, when we've got AWS servers, are we talking the same kind of thing, Gregor, is like, you know? Yeah, the AWS is like a whole carousel of servers, right? And you can pick which one you're going to use. And different ones have different memory allocations and different disk allocations and different CPU allocations for how many cores or what kind of disk it's on or whatever, right? Possibly but, but they I'm upgraded not, not... their instances to be higher in nodes. I don't. I don't know. I don't know in particular what they did, so I have no idea. A am I using, though, if I'm with AWS, do I have dedicated hardware, or am I just using you, X, you Y, You can Z? and you can't. It depends. So you can you can reserve your hardware, right? Reserve your instance. Or you can spin up and spin down instances and pay by the minute. It just depends. So. Well. It, okay. So it's really hard to say without knowing anything about their stuff, like what they're doing to improve stuff other than to say there's a big bucket of options out there from a infrastructure perspective to to grow their node to basically instantly clone a node into something way more powerful right like put it on more faster hardware faster disk uh more memory if they're running memory resonant databases or you know what i'm saying it just depends sure so uh and and from the looks of the chat some of you guys uh this is your world some of you guys know uh, about AWS. Some of you guys know about the hardware and the services and stuff that are offered there. Vita, I want to go back to something that you had said uh, a long, long time ago because I feel like this is um, <laughs> maybe uh, somewhat of a vindication for you. You had said to me on this show many months ago, maybe even a year ago, that you felt that things like Yarda, that things like the, uh, the launch of Swarm Space, you felt like those things were uh, examples of the server having so many active players at a given time that, that for example, our servers, uh, in this case, you know, AWS or whatever, did not have enough sockets to receive and transmit commands from all players simultaneously, right? Yeah. Uh, the issue is, uh, <clears throat> with uh, the internet protocol is each IP can only receive a maximum of 65,535 connections in any direction, in, out, uh, whatever. And is, so you say and, that that is, that is, for example, what you just said. Let me back up for a second. Th that is an X number of connections. So 65,000, 65,000 connections in or out, whatever, is per IP. Is that what you said? So like per server? Is that how you're describing yes, it? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Now this, this makes sense to me. So by, if you wanted to increase the ability for Scopely's game servers to receive and transmit more commands, because that was your theory, right? You said that the lag is caused by the inability of your client to, to timely, in a, in a timely manner, communicate with the game server. Is that correct? 
Um, yeah, you got to imagine that if one pe and if one person connects, uh, he takes up a socket someone else cannot use. But with AWS, there's also another issue, and that is uh, your operating system uh, might support way more connections, but AWS has something like uh, no we put limits in there as well and only allow a certain amount of concurrent connections per given time. Okay. Now, Raxnar, based off your, your comments in chat, it seems like this is something that's kind of right up your alley as well, so I'd love to invite you in uh, and, and ask you a couple of questions as well. Vita, with the, the number of connections that are, that are being offered, is it a safe assumption that by... Um, upgrading a package or buying more connections or buying more server cores or whatever you know you got that you guys are talking about here in the chat raxnar says you know you could add multiple ips for example to get more connections behind a load balancer for example so some of this stuff that you guys are talking about and i know i know i'm being a little bit geeky today but i i, I feel like it deserves a little bit of conversation and we may not even have the answers you know maybe it's just conversation it's speculation but i'm curious as to what has suddenly made the difference you know what do you guys speculate has suddenly made the difference on lag and i, I, and I mean it... that's really hard to say because for all we know it was database optim database query optimization right or it could have been data that was previously on disk that they pushed into resident memory or it could have been there's so many could have been's that without knowing specifically what they did it's all huge guesswork okay you know? okay well, that, that's why I wanted to come up, and that's why I wanted to ask you guys, because you guys, I mean, Gregor, this is what you do for a living. So I, I wanted to kind of get your idea, get your speculation on on what they did, because here's, here's the, the point of this, Scopely, is to recognize and acknowledge the fact that we see the impact of what you did. It is improving. So, let, I mean, yeah, let's move in the right direction. I mean, can you guys imagine for a second? Let's spend two minutes and imagine Star Trek Fleet Command with zero lag. I mean, <laughs> how many more people would actually enjoy this game if it weren't for the technical issues about it? I mean, I, Cam is laughing. He's got tears. He's laughing so hard. But think about it for a second, folks. If we now have a solution. Sotax says, sounds like a dream. Kukar says, that would be amazing. Guys, think about it. Scopely, hear me when I say, and I know that it's all about money. I mean, heck, you could have one dedicated server per player. You could spend gazillions of dollars and, and obviously make it completely fine. I understand it's a business thing. You got to balance the cost effectiveness, but, but imagine how much happier your players would be if we were actually able to solve this, and I'm here to tell you, whatever it is that you did this last week was a solid step in the right direction. Wardod says, I would love to be able to see my ships blow up in actual real time. Guys, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I think it would be huge. You know, Raxnar says, I'd love to know how many connections they actually process for this game. It has to be mind-blowing. Okay, astronomical. That and that would be cool to know. I would love to get one of the engineers on this show, even if it was only for 20, 30 minutes one day, just to ask some of these geeky kind of questions. Because whatever it is that you did this past week, you got a huge thumbs up from your community. What we want you to know is that the job's not done, but we really appreciate whatever steps that it was that you took that made this better this week. 
Um, please continue to investigate, continue to tweak, continue to work down that path because it was noticeable. Server 26, who has been making it a joke to crash your game servers, have been unable to do so over the last 48 hours. And we know that whatever it is that you did is having an impact. It, it is helping. So that that's really what I've got to say there. And I, and I hope that everybody is reaping the benefits. Some, for some servers, you're not getting any lag at all now. You know, for some of the mild population servers, it's you're doing better. You might be fixed. Now, there's still some other heavier population servers that are that are experiencing problems. But I have gotten I've gotten zero reports of it not being any better. Let me put it that way. Has anybody experienced it not being any better? Because I don't I, I think the general feedback that I've gotten is it's better. Anybody? Any comments on that? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Very good. It looks good across the board, Scopely. We're getting green green lights here. Go ahead, Vita. As I said, yeah, as I said before the show as well, it is getting better, but the issues with system view still remains. Well, as that's true. That's why I said that. stay on task. <laughs> stay on task. We, yeah. You know what? If we do ever get an engineer on here, Vita, I'd love to have an opportunity for you to ask a couple questions. Uh, and, and I'd love that opportunity, Scopely. You know, there are some of the of the tech heads out here that would love to have a little bit of insight into how this game functions um, and therefore, you know, be able to postulate or theorize on some ways that can make it work better. You know, Scopely, I might even go so far as to say, hey, listen, we already know for a fact you're taking plead, uh, feedback on gameplay. You're taking feedback from, from me. You're taking it from the other content creators and the moderators on feedback and milestones, which is actually going to lead into my next topic here very quickly. But you're taking that kind of feedback. Maybe, maybe in a crazy world, it's feasible to think, Gregor, that Scopely may possibly be interested in some of the think tank ideas being offered by their super nerdy, super geeky, IT professional gaming community that might potentially offer you some insight into something that could help improve? I mean, surely to goodness, you know, Gregor, you're probably... Better, better if they just pay us to come consult. I was going to say, Gregor, you, <laughs> in, in the real world, you would be paid thousands upon thousands of dollars to consult a company like Scopely to fix a problem like this, right? Right, and right, and I would yeah. imagine I would imagine that there that there are players who would say, hey, listen, you know, obviously we're not going to go through the whole consulting thing. We're not going to read all the code, but hey, just by the way, like Vita says, maybe maybe it'd be more efficient to not download the entire inventory every time I click on a speed up, for example. Well, and we don't know if their problems infrastructure or code or what, but there's probably several people that play this game that have dealt with scaling applications to millions plus of connections. You know what I'm saying? Million plus user bases, million plus scales. Uh, I know I have, and I'm sure others have too. So, you know, is there value there? Probably, but typically companies are way too, way too scared of customers seeing how things work behind the curtains. And and I totally understand that. I mean, I, I get it. Even, even Mac is saying the same thing. He was like, yeah, because that's exactly what developers do in the real world. They take suggestions from outsiders or customers with no knowledge <laughs> they, they of their They take setup. it from Reddit threads, but they don't take it from customers. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> They'll take it from source forge right. responses Fair or enough. something else, but not from actual yeah, customers. Fair enough. Maybe, maybe Scopely, you can scratch that last suggestion because I totally get it. I, I understand. But all I'm saying is let's be open-minded, all right? Whatever it is that, that you're doing here, this is working, and I'd like to continue to make it work. For example, you know, Gregor, I've actually, believe it or not, community, I have gotten some positive uh, traction. I've gotten some positive feedback on the uh, player advisory panel. Okay, I'm not kidding you on this. Now it's it's moving slow. Okay, uh, but I have been told by by more than one individual that this is a, a good idea and something that they would like to that they would be willing to stand behind as far as an initiative as we move into the next calendar year. I mean, it, it's almost it's almost the end of 2020. We've got our deployment schedule. Okay, we know what's going on. But but as we move forward, as we look into the future of this game, I got I got more than one individual who thinks that this could be a great idea. So uh, and again, uh, maybe for example, I'm going to point out uh, yet another example, Gregor, of where this could have helped out this past week because we had a couple of events that that presented themselves this week, and um, and they, in my opinion were definitely off on on the uh, on the scale of what would be normally expected for X amount of reward. Let's take a look, for example, at the Vulcan Hello. I know we talked about this very briefly on Wednesday, but let's uh, here in podcast form, let's talk about the Vulcan Hello. The Vulcan Hello was at first really overwhelming to look at. At Ops 39, I required 1.6 billion points. At Ops 34, it required 900 million points. All right. Uh, (laughs) ASO says, the Vulcan hello was like a reach around. Hudson says, my fingers hurt from the grind. Kukar says, it sucked so bad. Okay. Um, So that's interesting because your problems are relative based on your level. So the Vulcan Hello for me was easy. That cosmic one was brutal. Exactly. Exactly. For me at Ops 39, Vulcan Hello was not difficult. All right. I know I've said this to people who got upset at me. They said, well, our ships aren't where you are. Well, maybe not. Maybe at Ops 39, my ships are where they're supposed to be. But as an Ops 34, your ships aren't going to be there. Okay, and I explained this on the YouTube channel that the Vulcan Hello was not actually that bad technically. Okay, if you could hit the level 35s, folks, I'm here to tell you, if you could hit the the 33s or the 35s, it wasn't that bad. I killed 43 of the level 35s and I was done. Now, that was only about 10 or 12 per hull. Okay. Uh, because those hit hard. But but the reason that the points looked overwhelming and weren't actually, if you guys look, first of all, it was a damage event, all right? Those things were giving millions, millions in damage. And then you look at the points, and you were getting 10 points per one damage, okay? 10 points per one damage. So killing one ship at level 35 was giving me something like 35 million points. All right. Granted, I needed 1.6 billion. All right. But it, it added up. It didn't take me as long as I would have expected. Okay. But I do know for a fact, here's where I felt, here's where I obviously saw a problem, Gregor. I obviously saw a problem at Ops 34. At Ops 34, when, when someone can literally for the first time build their enterprise or build their G3 epic. Okay. Um, a lot of players go to 34 and they're not quite ready to build that ship or they, or they hit ops 34 and don't yet have shipyard 34. So they can't even build it yet. 
okay? But they required 900 million points. But their Sally, or their Centurion, is obviously not able to kill a level 35. That, I believe, was the biggest pain point that I saw was in the mid-30s. Jetski is saying the same thing. At 33, it seemed easy. At 34-plus, it seemed really, really bad. Okay? Uh, hang on, I Ibeglin. I'm going to get to that one next, okay? Uh, Haven said it would have taken hours. I started it and was just taking too long to get to the first tier. Folks, uh, this is where I wanted to, to point out to Scopely uh, that, that we saw this, and, and here's what was weird. We saw this week, it was just, it was a strange scale. It actually presented itself last week, uh, but f- for a lot of you, you know that there was a, a glitch last week, and they let us basically keep it, where you didn't even have to kill the hostiles. You just, you got points by warping around. That loop was closed this week, so we actually had to kill the hostiles. Uh, as far as the anomalous phenomenon, I'm going to get back to that in a second. But Vulcan Hello definitely needs a relook. Okay, uh, I I'm fine with the way you did the points. I'm fine with all that. But but the milestones themselves, I think, need to be revamped. It's not that it would have been impossible. For most players who told me that they couldn't do it, it was going to take between 300 and 400 hostiles. Between 300 and 400 hostiles, and I mean that. That's military supremacy style, man, in a 24-hour period. That is too much. If you're talking about reducing screen time, Scopely, that one was negligently overlooked. <laughs> Not maliciously, okay, but negligently overlooked. That, those milestones have got to be cut by minimum 75%, at least in the, middle, in the middle section there. Again, at 39, I didn't have much of a problem. Gregor is saying up in the 40s, not much of a problem. But there, late 20s, low 30s, mid 30s, woof, woof, okay? Real, real bad. Let's take a look at anomalous phenomena. Anomalous phenomena was bad um, because it only allowed, and I don't know, listen, I'm a 39, but it only allowed me to hit up to level 29 hostiles. Gregor, uh, were you able to hit something higher? Because I was only allowed to hit up to wait is it 29 or 27 the, that was the summon one right yes did you just yeah summon? i just summoned a bunch i always summon anyways so it was it was super easy to finish finish with summoning but again that's you know there's different problems for different people right? well so. I, I so you know what here's the thing i have summoning but i chose not to do it for two reasons one i know you guys all know that I've been trying to save my mycelium for the same reason that we're going to mention this to big, uh, big country here in a minute. All right. For the same reason that big country is now actually concerned slash upset. All right. I've been saving my mycelium. So I, I, that's one reason. Second reason was I did obviously want to go through and, and do this in a way that over 60% of the rest of the galaxy is doing this. Because, yes, a majority of the galaxy still has yet to unlock summons. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. All right? Especially in Arc 3, this, it seems the Spore Drive components have ramped down, which is the also the opposite of what I think you should be trying to do, Scopely, as far as summons goes. But, nonetheless, um, we had a lot of players who were looking at needing 14,000 points. 14,000 points. That was my milestone. Uh, somebody else, throw up a couple of your all's milestones if you don't care. All right. Um, Will 4 says, at level 32, I was averaging roughly 50 points per kill with my disco. All right. 
Um, holy cow. Maybe we just identified it. Mishra needed 14,000 points at level 30. Prater needed 14,000 points at 37. I needed 14,000 points at 39. Stevens Aaron needed 14,000 points at 35. Okay. 26 needed 14,000 points, Scopely. Okay. There was something missing here as well. Anomalous phenomenon needs a good, hard look. Because I'm here to tell you, um, me and another moderator, uh, believe it was Phil. Shout out Phil from the official Discord. We each tracked it. He beat me. He was able to do it in 286 hostels. I did it in 320. Holy crap. Okay. That is too much, Scopely. Okay. Hey, I'm, and by the way, not mad at you. All the love in the world. I think you're doing good work. Okay. But you asked for feedback in certain areas and you have committed to us to reducing the necessary screen time in the game. Okay. Well, I'm here to tell you this week was plain out miserable with your event selection with the milestones. Okay. 320 and I'm an off 39. Uh, comic right here says, I did the math based on what my discovery could kill. And I know that you were offering points for a non-discovery, but, but you also offered 75% of the points to the discovery. Comic says, I would have had to have killed 580 hostels to complete that event in a 24-hour period. Okay? Blue Mandalorian says, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Okay? Stevens Aaron says, I repaired my discovery 30 times to do that event. Scopely, not the right direction on that, okay? And, and again, I don't think it was intentional. I think it was just oversight. Those two events need hard looks before this week. Please, for the love of God, don't relaunch those events this week. Not in their current form. Take the milestones, hack them. 75%, 50%, anything, okay? Anything. All right, please. Please do something about that. Um, let's see. So we got we covered the events. Was there any other event that happened this week? Uh, you know what? Uh, so thank you, Hudson, for that for that quick reminder. I do want to throw this out at you, Scopely. Now I do know, I do know that a lot of players gave you a lot of static about the flash events. Okay, and you heard the community in making them twenty four hour cycles. I get it, but. Given the choice between these two iterations, if we're going to have to kill 500 hostels in 24 hours or kill one hostel in three different hours, I would rather do the flash. Okay, I'd rather do the burst. Uh, just, just saying. Okay, now that's just my opinion. I believe that some of the members of the community are saying given the effort required, the ARC-2 flashes, uh, flashes would have been better. But nonetheless, I, I still think that the 24 hours is good, but you got to take those milestones down like <laughs> down like 10 notches, okay? Big time, okay? Uh, NCC, for example, is saying, hey, I'm me personally, I'm really glad that the flash events are relaxed, okay? So I think that that was a good move. You, you addressed that with people who said, please don't make me play on Scopely's clock, okay? Even though that's what territories is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, you still got to make the milestones uh, appropriate, okay? Um, anyway, I think that's about what I've got for uh, for events and milestones this week. Did anybody else have any hey, questions DJ? or comments? Yeah, check. Go I ahead. Do. Yeah. I do. 
Where was our faction hunt before domination for two days? What? We always get faction hunt before domination. We... Where was our faction hunt? Okay, well, I have never noticed that pattern. Do we always get a faction hunt before domination? I don't think that's true. Yeah, about 80, 85% of the time, yep. Really? You know, a lot of you guys are saying yes. Um, so here, I mean, I don't know. I haven't asked that question. What we do know is that Faction Hunt is obviously not presenting itself as part of the Battle Pass structure, okay? Now, last month, we ended up with, I believe, a total of, was it three days? Three days, I believe, uh, is what we ended up with last last month maybe four days, someone help me remember. I believe it was either three or four full days of Faction Hunt that we got during the month of October. I will agree and point out that it is now November 22nd, and to my knowledge, we haven't yet had our first one. Now, I am also not opposed to this. Now, guys, I, I, maybe I'm wrong, okay? Um, but But follow my line of thinking here. We did have the Halloween event, okay, which might as well have been a faction hunt. The rewards were, were great, okay? The rewards were everything that faction hunt is and more, okay? I don't think there's any arguing that. The Halloween event was fantastic. Now, we are in another, uh, in another holiday month, okay? We can already look at the game's calendar. P guys, please, if you would, very quickly, and then we'll go to break. Look at the game's calendar with me very, very quickly. Uh, the game's calendar indicates that Scopely is going to offer a great deal number of events during Thanksgiving week. Uh, let's take a look. We have Ship PvP, November 23rd, which is tomorrow, FYI, the 23rd, the 25th, and the 27th. We are going to see uh, PvP galaxy-wide events for 12-plus for the Jellyfish, the USS Discovery, and uh, looks like hijacked ships. Okay, and there is apparently going to be some type of galaxy-wide PvP event going on for Thanksgiving week. All right, we also uh, there was one other event that I believe that I saw. Um, let me find it. You know, maybe maybe that was it. I thought I saw one other one, but it also stands to reason that we could potentially see some type of Thanksgiving event. And and again, you know, I, I don't know if that is uh that's not a holiday celebrated internationally. I understand that, but it is here in the states and I would imagine that you see some type of uh some type of event for Thanksgiving, okay? Uh it could be gummies, it could be feathers, uh, whatever, okay? But even if they don't do anything tuned to the holiday, we could still see a couple of days of faction hunt over the holiday break. Uh, we could see a couple of days of faction hunt between the arcs, okay? The, the month's not over. Uh, the month's not over. So we could still see some of this stuff. I, Me personally, I start, I, I'm seeing faction hunt as more of a fill the gap event moving forward. I, I know that it's not part of Battle Pass, and I know that disappoints some of you, but other people have been, you know, this is a topic that really does split the community. Crazy, I know, because the payouts are great. But the effort, listen, uh, Gregor, if you took the effort of Faction Hunt, if you kept the rewards the same, if you took the effort of Faction Hunt and cut it by half, I don't think we would care as much about seeing it a lot more frequently. The problem is, again, again, it, it's, three, it's north of 300 hostels for me. 
going with yep. the going with the we're requiring less screen time in the game, that is not it for me. Okay. Uh, now, if you want to truly require less screen time in the game, take the milestones and cut them by half. All right. Don't. But man, people love faction hunt because of the reward. So I understand why there's, you know, I understand why there's a little bit of. Um, Here's the thing. If you were offered it five or six days a month before, then obviously you weren't scared of the rewards, right, Scopely? So if you weren't scared of handing out the rewards, then leave those rewards on the table and just and let us do it with less time. That would be consistent with your commitment to requiring less screen time. Take the milestones, cut them in half, and, and keep the payout the same because obviously you were okay with doing that before. So keep the payouts the same, cut the milestones in half, and then it's not going to be as resented by the higher ops-level players because it's just unbearable now, guys. Okay? It's unbearable. So uh, I I think that there's some tweaks there that we could use moving in conjunction with the reduced screen time kind of thing. Kalmick says it separates the men from the boys. Yeah, well, or um, the lazy from the overly dedicated I, I, and, and I'm, by the way, I'm referring to myself in the lazy part of that. Okay. I, I, I'm not doing it. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't do all three. All right. I don't want to do all three. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Let's take a quick break, folks. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek. We have so much more to come. Coming up right after the break, I want to tell you a story that I experienced in discussing territory capture with alliances ranked 20 and down. And I want to tell you something absolutely mind-blowing that I found. I also, don't forget, coming up here later in the show, shout out Big Country. Big Country has unlocked partner in the Rogue Reputation Store. We're going to reveal to you those contents and costs and analysis all coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Quacker Jack, the duck-flavored popcorn and peanut snack. Hey, that's life. That's That's what all the people say. You're winning the election. Shut down next day. But I know I'm gonna change their tune when I'm suing them, suing them till June. Oh, and believe me, I will. I said that's life. And as funny as it may seem, some people get their kicks stomping on my dream. Nope, you can forget that. But I won't let them, won't let them keep me down. I will shock the world and these fake news clowns. I've been a potish, a popper, a pirate, a poet. And of course, the Twitter king. I've been rude and crash and cursed people out. Hey, but I know one thing. Listen carefully. Each time I find myself out of the race I say that they cheat and lie right to your face just the facts hey that's life I tell you I can't deny it you bet I'm suing baby cuz my lawyers have to try it 
And if I don't think I'll beat this Biden guy Look, I'll be back in four years And then I'll try My ships are on fire, says Lord Friendzone. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you for the request, Big Country. Has he made it in yet? Is Big actually back yet? I don't know that he that he's made it here yet. Surely to goodness, the, the Steelers game is over. Oh, Big, there you are. What's up, buddy? Come on in. Come on in. Say hello. You doing good, man? How was your, how was your weekend? Uh, I saw your Steelers uh, put it on the Jags a little bit ago. Yeah, that, I mean, they didn't look great. They played better in the second half. But, uh, okay, you know. okay. Well, you know, <laughs> Steelers not looking great. I didn't I break anything today. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, we don't we don't want any of that, all right? God forbid you break your tablet or your device and, you know, your alliance uh, s- struggles under well, the listen, lack I, of I leadership. I know you're going to get to it, but I'm, I'm telling them, get ready to quit. I know uh, yes. too. You know, let, let's go ahead and, and do that very quickly because there actually was a couple of questions in the chat. I noticed this as we were going through. Some people said, uh, DJ, why are you hoarding your mycelium? Now, I, I want to be very clear. I have not been hoarding my mycelium because I knew this was going to happen. Uh, but I was hoarding my mycelium so that I would have it available when I needed it. And what big country is talking about, all right, what he is actually legitimately upset with is that Scopely had in the pay store, in the pay store, there were mycelium packs. There was um, a $20 pack and there was a $100 pack. Now, these mycelium, these cultivated mycelium packs have disappeared, all right? It happened in the last 48 hours. Uh, for the main, Many of you may not have noticed, and that's okay. A lot of you saying, well, I've got a lot. Um, yeah, Maztec is with you, Big. He says, they disappeared the day I needed to buy one. How ironic is that, okay? Territory captures upon us. They, we need summons, and now... There's a gas shortage. All right. There's Why didn't sh- they put a timer on it? There's a shroom sportage. A sportage shortage. There's a shroom shortage. Say that three times fast. Shroom shortage. All right. I think I got it now. 
Shroom shortage. There is a shroom shortage of cultivated mycelium and the $20 pack, which, by the way, I have been on record and have said to you guys, it's actually a pretty phenomenal deal. The $20 pack gives you something like 160 jumps. More than that. I think it's close to 200 jumps, okay, for 20 bucks. And, and, and big, it's even more for you because the $20 pack, if I'm not mistaken, it was 80,000 cultivated mycelium. Is that correct? 80,000. Yeah, they advertised 80, 80 jumps. Exactly. They advertised 80 jumps, but because the base jump was 1,000 1, cultivated mycelium. But now what is your jump now? Down, mine's 396. What's yours? Even lower than mine, I would imagine, right? Uh, I think it's 244. 244. Mine is yeah, 396. All right. Gregor's is probably around the 240, 250 mark as well. Uh, the, the $100 pack was 500,000 cultivated mycelium. Okay. It also said 500 jumps. But again, you do the math based on your research. All right. Let's say it's 250. Let's round it out at 250 for big country. Big Country could get that 500,000 pack and he could get 2,000 jumps out of it for $100. So, guys, when I said that the mycelium packs were actually a pretty daggone good value, I was actually being genuine. All right, for those of you who didn't believe me, sorry. But, but now we see a problem in that there are no packs in the store that allow you to purchase mycelium. So, Scopely could be doing one of two things. All right, they could be evening the level of the, the playing field a little and big and, and I don't mean I don't mean evening the playing field because you're using summons in a place where we're not uh Gregor for example you're using summons in you told me before the show your total warp range on your discovery now is warp 200 yep 200 okay so he can go anywhere he can go anywhere. Now, Big, you told me just in yesterday's events, in yesterday's territory events and, and this and that, you spent over 100,000 cultivated mycelium yesterday alone. Is that correct? Yeah, we were raiding, so a lot of jumping around and stuff like that. 100,000 cultivated mycelium yesterday alone. Now, guys, this, and, and I'm not trying to make an example of Big. He, he knew that we were going to talk about this. He wanted us to talk about it. All right, because one of two things is happening here, and and one of them is characteristically scopely, and one of them is not. <laughs> All right, the one that's characteristically scopely is they just forgot to refresh the timer on the pack, and it's not actually supposed to be down. All right, you're going to have a lot of players that are like, hey, listen, I've got the car, but I can't buy the gas to put in it. All right, so the packs probably need to represent themselves. And especially, I, I'm okay with the packs re representing themselves because I've always said from the beginning that the packs are a phenomenal value. Those two packs were a phenomenal value. And I said it on this stream. But now the packs are gone. So in all likelihood, they just ran out of their timer and, and it's been overlooked big is my guess. Okay, But it could also have been removed strategically. And, and what are you going to do there? You're going to now force players, once they have burned through their stores, you're going to force players to mine and refine the cultivated mycelium 18,000 at a time? 18,000. Uh, Big used 100,000 in a day. All right. Now, if he... By the way, what's your summoning cost, Big? Uh, I know your jump is 250. Like 800, I think. Okay, so, so let's pretend here for a second that a jump and a summons cost 2000 
I'm sorry, a jump and two summons. It's about a thousand, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, a jump and two summons are gonna be roughly eighteen hundred and fifty. One jump and two summons. Let's round it up for most of it because Biggs is, is pretty advanced. So let's round it up and say two thousand for one jump and two summons. All right, mine's significantly higher than that, by the way. I'm four hundred and four hundred and fifty to jump, and I'm still eleven hundred to summon. So a jump and two summons for me is twenty five hundred. If I was able to mine enough raw mycelium to do an 18,000 refine, that still only gives me seven jumps uh, and 14 summons in the course of a day. And I'm still going to have to spend, you know, two hours mining mining the shrooms. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do the work, okay? Absolutely, you can do the work. But Kukari, you got it. You say that that helps free to play. Uh, do you think that that helps free to play? All right. You, you, I mean, maybe it does. Maybe it does. You've got VIPs now uh, who will not, and I say VIPs, but spenders. Let's call them spenders. Because you know what, Gregor? I, I have discovered this. I have been, for whatever reason, I have been called a whale on my server in the last week more than I really ever have been before, which is cool. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but I'm no whale. All right. But it goes back to your point where you said that, you know, you're always a whale to somebody, right? Um, and, and it's funny cause that ties into my next story. I've been reaching out to a lot of lower powered alliances, uh, this last week. And so I'm going to tell you that story here in a second, but, um, you know, maybe it does balance that out. Kukar says it balances out a lot. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I can see that point. I don't know that I'd necessarily agree with it because summoning allows those players to stay in dark space. You know, and Tequila says, sorry, free-to-play don't care about the packs. Well. Why why ration summoning or jumping, though? I don't, I don't understand why they would ration it. <clears throat> what value does that add to the game? Do you think, that it, do you think that, it, that it provides some huge advantage in territory capture? Because, I mean, I can warp from the West Coast mm, to the East Coast in, no. in two minutes. Yeah, I, I don't even really summon in the territories unless I'm hunting. Like, where's an armada location that's up? That's about the only time I use yeah. jumping. Yeah, that's true. Alerting, I've been using whatever. I've been using summoning more outside of territory capture than I've used in it. Uh, that's for sure. I've used it for our models. Yeah, I don't, I don't use it inside territory capture. The warp time, the warp time, the warp times are so quick. So. On the other hand, I appreciate NCC's perspective. He says twenty dollar packs are not a bad thing, though. If there were more twenty dollar packs instead of fifty and a hundred dollar packs, people would buy more packs. You know, I, I don't disagree. Grudging Sue says, I'm not free to play. However, uh, not far from summoning, and all I've bought is the battle pass, but I see no real advantage in territory capture. Kind of the same thing as what Big is saying. Um, summons, only useful for the first contested Tier 1 territory, Maztec. Or, there's one other scenario, because I'm probably going to use it uh, sometime this week, is when you abandon a territory and then, you know, start over somewhere else. Okay. Um, so, you know, that, that can happen too. Nonetheless, uh, there, there are some benefits to having it, of course, and to the people who are using it, to the people who have now spent an entire month adjusting to this gameplay, uh, why gate it? Okay. If you've got people willing to give you the money, this is scopely. This could be argued that this is a pack that doesn't it doesn't widen the gap of power. It doesn't widen the gap of gameplay. It just allows players to, to to do more in your game in less time. I mean, gosh, what you're doing is you're selling a fast pass in the game, right? Like you're you're 
you're letting big enjoy your game more by paying to skip all the time. That is one of the best packs that you could sell because it's not making him more powerful. You know what I'm saying? It's just he's paying to skip all the lines in the game. It's a convenience. So that is one pack that probably should never go away. That pack needs to be there. And and again, I would imagine it's probably an oversight, but let's uh, let's try to get that back. Okay, let's try to get that back. Well, and, and the question is, why are we why are we refine limited to our stores, right? I wonder like, how much raw I actually have. Does anybody? Oh, has I've anybody... got hundreds of thousands of raw. I can't even refine because I don't have less than eighteen thousand. And does everything need to be a permanent monetization model? Does everything need to be a permanent monetization model? Where do you see like, raw mycelium? I want to look and see what I've got. Oh, is that it? Is the mycelium spores? Is that what it is? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got 1.1 million. How long is that going to last me in the refinery? Uh, forever. <laughs> All right, 1.1 million is what I've got. Look at yeah, there. Forever. <laughs> Raxnar has 3.5 million. Dang on. Nice. Nicely done. But now, this, I'm not, I'm but not this goes back cultivated. to like how long is this going to stay as a monetized asset, right? The gas? Because... Yeah, the the cultivated mycelium because that's what it is right now. Gas. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I understand. So Scopely, let's just take let's take a quick peek at that if you don't care. Okay. Uh, but but yeah, I, obviously, and and I will say this. Okay, all seriousness. Big messaged me yesterday and he said, "Dude, I'm quitting the game." And I thought he was playing. Then I thought he was serious. Then I realized he was actually playing, but upset. All right, so I'm sure that there are other players out there who now all of a sudden are cut off from the use of their discovery and have spent the last month using the crap out of it and and now are, you know, are ready to hand you $100, Scopely. So, I mean, you know, and that's for one that really doesn't even do anything in the game. So let's get it back. Let's get it back. All right. uh, Yeah, Big says, can't go back to warp timers. Won't do it. Won't do it. Won't do it. He'll quit before he goes back to waiting on a warp timer, which is what you created, Scopely. You created this monster that is big country. You created him. All right, folks, I want to tell you a funny story real quick, um, and, and I want to ask, all right? Uh, Gregor, your alliance is a good one to start with, okay? I know that your alliance is full of powerful players, but how many actives do you have? Uh Right now, I would say we have about 60-plus uh, actives. Oh, okay. That's actually way more than I thought you had. I thought you were running like 25-man team. Uh, that was the old days, yeah. Okay, all right. Hey, uh, a couple of questions out there. for On your server, on your server, now th- I know what I'm getting ready to do. I'm getting ready to draw a correlation between players who are quote-unquote whales, right, Snipes? Okay, that's what we're getting ready to do. Uh, yes, all you whales, anybody who has, I was actually told this, anybody who has a territory on the map is a whale alliance. I was told that today. Today, I was told that. If that if there was an alliance on the board, that they were a whale alliance. Now, I do want to ask a couple of questions. For any of you guys who are uh, on the board, I, I just want somebody to either speak up in text or in voice, okay? I would like to know the number of actives in the smallest alliance on the board. All right? The smallest alliance on the board and, and the number of 
actives that you have. And and you'll know where I'm going with this chick, all right? You say my alliance has four territories. Uh, you have told me before that you don't believe that you're a whale alliance, but you have four territories. You obviously have the activity to back it up. Wow, really? Okay, guys, look at this. Chick says we have 75 members, but we only have about 35 to 40 daily actives. Okay, good night in heaven. Stevens Aaron says we're only about 80% active. We probably got 55 to 60. All right. Savang says we have 50 actives and four territories. Sotak has four territories and only 45 active players. Nostromo has 30 active players in his alliance. Okay. Guys, this is what I want to draw on today. And, and this is my editorial piece. I'm not really going to do any teaching, but my message right here, right now, is to any alliance power ranked 20 or down on any respective server. Ranked 20 or down. Because on my server, on my server, there is nobody ranked 20 or down who is current. I'm sorry, I take that back. There's one alliance ranked 20 or down who's actually on the territory map. So I started reaching out because uh, I am visiting an alliance right now that is smaller, okay? They are actually ranked 20 in power, okay? They're ranked 20 in power, and uh, but activity is, is an issue. They currently own two territories. Uh, we own two territories, and they've got probably 40 actives, all right? So kind of consistent with what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Goofy names rock. <laughs> uh, you're, you're talking about the one alliance that I was talking about, so it's funny that you say that, uh, and you say that they're not going to have it much longer, but they could fight you right? And, and, and here's what I was trying to do. So I reached out to admirals and commodores. I reached out. Okay. So we've got two, we got two, uh, that are not in the top 20 that are on, that are on the board, each with one territory, but, but that's not my point. My point is this, my point is this, that I reached out to Alliance admirals and commodores of the number 20 through 30 ranked alliances for power. And I simply said this. I said, hey, folks, um, I would imagine that you guys have noticed the, the trend in this game. The trend is approximately 40 to 50 actives, right? You got Crucible of War. You got Apex. Now you got Territory Capture. Okay? There are more and more events that are driving Alliance play. Okay. Virtual Army says, hey, power rank 21, 25, and 26 alliances on server 135 each have a territory. Good for them. Virtual Army, are they capable of growing? Are they capable of holding a tier 2 or even potentially a tier 3 territory? All right. Because on my server right here, the, the alliance that I'm visiting, UKA, they cannot hold a tier 3 territory. It won't happen. Okay. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying that they don't have the activity level to be able to do it, okay? They would need alliances. They need other act active players, et cetera, et cetera. Tier 3 is probably beyond the scope of what they're able to do as of this moment, okay? But holding Tier 1s and Tier 2s, huh, they can do it. They absolutely can do it, all right? But what have we learned, community? What have we learned about territory capture? It's not about... The, the whaleness of your alliance, okay? 
Listen, what are the whales actually doing for your alliances? Gregor, I'm sure you've spent a couple dollars on this event. What are you doing uh, when you spend money, when you buy a pack for territory capture? What are you sim- What are you providing to your alliance? To resources to capture and activate bonuses. <sighs> You're providing the entry fees. You're providing the cost of admission. Okay? You're not do- you're not buying, you're not paying for anything that has anything to do with the ability to take over that territory. What you need to take over the territory are numbers. All right? And big, we've talked about this. Uh, IJ, shout out, we've talked about this, okay? It comes down to activity. You can have the number 1 ranked alliance on the server, big. All right, which I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, at last check, that was Think, the number one ranked alliance on the server in power. And head to head, player for player, ship for ship, it would be an interesting challenge if you went up against, say, the number 10th ranked alliance. You'd probably win because you got the ships that can sit on the capture nodes, right? But what if, what if, my alliance then decided to show up with three times as many players as yours. Now it should be tied, right? Mathematically speaking, if you control every capture node, shouldn't I mathematically tie you if I have three times as many ships in a system? Come on, somebody do the math. Mathematically yeah, speaking, I can tie you if I have triple the number of ships in the system than you have on the nodes. All right? Until Not- overdrive. No, everything gets tripled in overdrive. The nodes and the points in system get tripled in overdrive. So if the ratio is maintained, then I still triple the points. Now, Jetski says not if they keep getting killed. But again, I'm, I'm, this is a very simplistic view, okay? Sorry, DJ Gur says four times. You're absolutely right. It's four times. My bad. Uh, and, and somebody else says, uh, not if they, not if they keep dying, but again, I'm using a very simplistic mathematical view. If Biggs Alliance shows up and captures all 20, uh, all 20 capture nodes, if he sits level 49 pylums on all 20 capture nodes and then disappears, then my Alliance could in theory show up with 80 Rialtas and tie. It's, it's not even about, it's not even about players it's about ship count right so you got it. so if you're only sending two docks worth of ships there to capture and i'm sending five you know what i'm saying now makes a big I, I am not saying connery king connery says well power makes a huge difference you can't take them off the nose i don't disagree i don't disagree but it does not make them impenetrable okay and and here here's why i'm driving at this okay we have all agreed we have all said uh, at, since territory capture started, that this was a strength in numbers activity, that this was a smart strategy-driven event that was based on that was based on math, that was based on strategy, survivability, and and just an activity, having the people there. Uh, Haven, go ahead and type your question, and and I'll I'll come back and grab it in just a second. Truck and Chick says twenty six has proven. Server 26 has proven that it is numbers, not just size. Big Country agrees and says it's the number of participants. As I was saying to uh, to a buddy of mine last night, IJ, I said it's about the swarm factor, okay? When you can literally flood your enemies to the point where they're dizzy trying to look at ships, okay? They're going to spend more time clicking on the map trying to find somebody that they can hit without actually hitting anybody, 
Okay, it's the swarm factor. 100% it's about numbers. So here is my message. Here is my 60 seconds of preaching to any server for any alliance who's not currently on the map. Folks, it's time to adjust your thinking. If you want to play, if you don't want to play, that's fine. But you're missing out on increasingly more rewards and events built around team play. We started with Crucible of War. Now we have Apex. Now we have Territory Capture. How many more events is Scopely going to have to come out with and say, you cannot do this on your own before you're willing to swallow your pride and realize you need the numbers? For example, I sent a message. Let me find this message. I sent a message to an alliance of uh, uh, beyond the top 20. Beyond the top 20. And I, I sent this message and said, let me see if I can find it here very quickly. Um, here we go. And here's what I wrote. All right, because most people in my server know me. What do I have to do to get you guys to be interested in teaming up to forming a more powerful alliance where I'm trying to make some magic. That's what I said. And my, the response to that was, what do you mean? And I said, I'm looking to fill a roster, 73 actives, to make an alliance who is stronger than what we each have individually right now. It helps in Crucible, it helps in Apex, and now it helps in Territories. Here was the six-word answer. Not right now. Thank you anyway. Not right now. Thank you anyway. Uh, let me read you another one. All right. Let me read you another one. Um, let's see. Let me find it because I've got a bunch of messages in here. Um, here we go. Okay. Thanks for the offer. I presented it to the Admiral and leadership, and they do not want to pursue it this time. Okay. So then uh, I wrote them a message, and I said, why Why not? Why, why wouldn't you want to think about this? Um. We do not want to lose our tag. We have a solid core group that played differently than most everybody else, and they don't want to lose that. Uh, now, I didn't go into detail about how they're playing differently because uh, I'm not exactly sure what that means. Dude, I hate that when people say that. We play differently. Yeah. Really? Are you playing a different game than I'm playing? Well, well possibly because they're not on the map, and, and I don't run into their tag that often. Here's another one. Um, here's another one looking, you know, looking to consolidate rosters. And by the way, I, I, I have intentionally done this. Okay. I messaged alliances where my alliance has a higher level. Okay. And that means more helps. That means more roster slots. And it means more territories that we can hold. Okay. Uh, here's one. We are not willing to give up our tag. We agree that it would be nice to have a full active alliance, but we'll not give up our tag, so we'll be happy to make room for any players you want to send us. <laughs> Get bent. <laughs> Get bent. Well, I'm assuming they have much le they can support many uh, much fewer players. Uh well, here, let's alliance. let's take a look at this alliance. Now, I'm a, now the alliance that I'm visiting is a level 23. It's not crazy. Okay, it's a level 23. Um they can hold 73 and they got 16 helps. That's pretty good. All right, this particular alliance that uh, that I just tried to get to. Hang on, just one second. I got to keep scrolling. Sorry, they're they're down there. Hang on, give me a minute. I'll get there. And and by the way, I agree, Haven. There are farmers, and there are, but I would actually say there's 
non-aggressive and aggressive players, right? As far as player versus player goes. But the farmers, whether they want to be in PvP or not, often don't get a choice anyways. So saying like, we play differently, no, you just get blown up. Like, that's the same, you know, it's not optional. This particular alliance is showing 65 out of 66 members. They're a level 18 alliance, uh, which means they can only hold four territories. They have 15 helps, and their membership is capped at 66. All right. They're showing 65, but, I mean, let's face it, if they had 65 actives, they would be doing something. Okay, Uh, And and this is where I come back and I say, folks, I understand. You know what? We've been told before on this show when I get chastised when I say give up your alliance. All right. People say, well, I've been playing with the same group of friends and I don't want to give up my friends. And I get that. I do get that. And this is not for everybody. Okay, listen, I don't have 700 slots. Okay, I messaged 10 alliances because I knew what I was going to get, Gregor. 10 alliances and i knew that at least half of them were going to be like no we're perfectly fine down here with our 16 actives we play after school on tuesdays after we're done with tuba practice that's when we get together and we all play for an hour okay i know that there's going to be some alliances like that all right and that's fine that's fine all right uh here here's another one let me find uh, let me find this other one um uh, this is the guy that accused me of being a whale. You're just trying to swallow uh, swallow up lower players to give more targets to your whale buddies, so I'm uninstalling the game. Leave me alone. I'm, huh? not, I'm not kidding. I apparently, in trying to recruit him to a larger alliance, is apparently going to make him more noticeable to my whale buddies who are then going to come and raid him, so because I had the audacity to invite him to my alliance, he was going to quit the game. Right? That's weird. <laughs> Buddy, there is weirdness. There is weirdness. And and so here I'm here to tell you, listen, I understand you don't want to give up your tag. <clears throat> I understand that you got a core group of players that you want to play with, but I'm here to tell you, your 20 players ain't getting the job done. You literally cannot get the job done. Mathematically, it's impossible for you to play in Crucible. It's impossible for you to play in Apex, and it's impossible for you to play in Territories. So why... Why even play the game if you're not going to play it? If you just want to hang out with friends in a chat room, there's plenty of other places you can do that. So, and, DJ? Yes, can Haven. You hear me? Yep, go ahead. So, some alliances stay small, like 20 players or so, simply because they want to do guerrilla warfare. They have no intention to place in events of any sort. They are out to for a whole different that may be i'll give you that i'll give you that but i'm here to tell you that that with these crazy ridiculous messages that i'm getting back from people that's not the case because some of these tags i haven't seen an active player like i I, honest to god i messaged them i'm not even 100 percent sure they're still playing the game obviously they are because i got messages back from four alliances within 24 hours the other six i still haven't gotten a message back now they may have read it they may have chosen not to answer, but six out of ten of those alliances, and by the way, I went through the roster and copy and pasted the same message to the Admiral and all Commodores. 
All right. Just in case somebody was inactive or just in case somebody was dealing with some personal issue and they weren't going to be in the game for a day or two, I messaged an admiral and all Commodores for those alliances. And I got back four messages. Now, if that doesn't scream inactivity, I don't know what does. So here's my message to you. I only messaged alliance leaders. Okay. I would encourage somewhere on every server, if you are a rank 10 or 15 or a rank 20 alliance this expansion is not over for you okay trim the fat thank the good lord above scopely gave us the last online marker you can look at your alliances by the way shout out goes to big country big country uh i have spot checked you and your alliance uh three or four times over the last three days can, if you can come into voice, because I want the podcast listeners to be able to hear. If you can come into voice, what is the number of actives that you've been maintained? Because we've we've actually discussed this four separate mm-hmm. times over the last three days. And what was the longest period of time that your longest person had not logged in for? 20 hours. Four separate days. We spot checked this, and the longest player that hadn't been logged in was in 20, uh, 20 hours. All right. And by the way, that one was the outlier because when I asked you last night, the oldest it was, one yeah, it was six hours. Six. He hasn't been on since yet. Six hours. Oh, so it's 20 hours as of right now. Yeah. Okay. No. And how many of your 83 member alliance have logged in in the 84. last? 84. 84. All right. <laughs> and how many of those 84 players have logged in in the last six hours? Oh. oh, just curious. Take take off your shoes. <laughs> yeah, count, count everything up. All right, I figure you don't have to count. Uh, yeah, Haven. Look at Haven. Server twenty seven. My alliance is one hundred percent within twenty four hours. All right, guys. I'm here to tell you. I understand that there are that there are players that play, play this game casually. Six players have not logged in within the last six hours. You hear me, guys? So, Eighty four players. Seventy eight people. 84 players on his roster and only six have not logged in in the last six hours. Now that's dedication. Admittedly, that's why Biggs Alliance is number one. Okay. I'm not saying that but everybody it was should built be that. It was built off of participation active and I trim, you know, we trim all the time. I mean, it's, you know, we, you know, it's, it's a lot of work goes into it. I get it. I, I get it. And, and it does take work. It takes work. If so, so that's what Big is doing up at the number one ranked alliance. Okay, if you're the number twenty ranked alliance, you got to do a little bit of looking. Okay, uh, fortunately, I have been treated with uh, with a very a very good receptive audience in the alliance that I'm visiting right now, and and we called some members. And and by the way, we even. Um, were I don't I don't want to say generous, but but we were different with the time frame. We gave them uh, five days. All right, we called everybody who hadn't logged in in the last five days. Okay, and that put the roster count down at forty-eight. And I'm here to tell you, okay, even with forty-eight members, there's not forty-eight playing very actively. Okay, I, I can feel that. I can know that because we've done some takeovers, we've done this. I'm not talking to 48 people, yada, yada. So, you know, even that number, I feel, is a little inflated. But they can hold 73. They got 48. That means that's 25 players that they could absorb from another alliance. And now, with 25 more players, Gregor, 
could actually probably bump up to maybe top 10, top 12 in power and actually have 75 people playing for a takeover? I mean, I'm here to tell you, I don't care who you are. All right, 70 players playing in an active takeover is going to be a challenge for most people. Okay, if you're doing it head to head, actively refining if the things you need to actually do those takeovers. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't feel like I got 48 players actually playing right now because because you know we're short on cores and we're short on isogen and this and that. So you know we've got to get those players there. Okay, out of those 48. For example, out of those 48 in this particular alliance that I'm, that I'm visiting right now, I have seven, eight. I've got eight of those players who can't even refine anything because they're under 25. See what I'm saying? So, so guys, what my point is, there's ways, there's ways to do it. Now, Gregor, you also had a, a supplement to my message. My message is simply this. If you want to participate, you need the numbers, okay? If, if this is a community game for you, let me refer you to a couple of other chat services that can, that can probably be a lot more fun and probably be cheaper, okay? But, but if you want to compete, if you want any kind of reward structure in this game at all, you need to be on a team that can put up some numbers, all right? And, and you went further, Gregor. You said, I would be willing to bet that some of these alliances that are like, yeah, thanks, no thanks, but we're just fine down here in rank 70, 75th land. We're good down here. We love our players. We play differently. But these are the players that are that are complaining and moaning and groaning that there are milestones that they can't hit, right? That this this alliance that has 17 players in it and they're and they're good because they don't want to give up the tag. Money says that they have never, ever, ever in the history of the game hit the first milestone of Crucible of War. Never. Yep. Okay, well, guys, listen. If you want to play the game to get absolutely nothing out of it, then that's fine too. That's, I think that there's probably, honestly though, don't you think there's probably a lot of players out there that have only ever been in these kind of alliances and don't understand how big, how uh, more coordinated larger alliances how that changes the game like there's probably a good amount of player base out there that has been in a very small alliance or a very inactive alliance and just hasn't even realized there's all these other things going on in the game and people are does that make any sense oh it does it does and i want to read coulter's comment here too because he's got a really good point he said listen i spent months trying to recruit and trying to get this and got the same messages that you did so i had to make the choice to cut the dead weight tuck my tail and joined my current alliance with my actives you actually ended up merging into another alliance but you say life has not been better with so many actives i'm hoping that's a typo because i feel like if you've got good, solid actives, then all the events get a lot easier to play. Was that a typo, or are you saying that a full alliance brings its own drama? And I'm not saying that it doesn't bring drama. I understand that it does, but Coulter is saying that that was a typo. All right. But I also understand that there is drama with a 75-man alliance. Okay? I get it. I understand that. But at the same time, you know, what, what is the point of playing the games if you're never going to get rewards? If you are constantly spending out to do objectives or do things in this game, but never getting rewards, no wonder you're so frustrated with this game. And if you want to be free to play, get into one of those top three or four alliances. 
and then you can still be free to play. Absolutely. Let them foot the bill. Get the bonuses. Yeah. That's right. Let them fit the, fit the foot the bill. All right. So so this is what I'm saying here, guys. All right. And I didn't mean to spend so much time on it. We're, we're going to take our final break and we're going to come back and go over partner reputation. But simply this. I hope I hope that there is a level 20 to 30 to 40 ranked alliance out there with 15 to 20 players who want to get better. And, and by the way, I want this on every server. I've said this before. I've said that, that truthfully, the number of actives that are on any one given server, there probably shouldn't be more than 20 alliances. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, truthfully, if you fill the rosters of the top, of the top alliances, there shouldn't be any more than that. All right? But for those of you who are, are wanting to play up, wanting to get a little bit better, Okay, then we we need to to shift that population up. All right. And and I'm not trying to advertise for for my guest alliance here today. That's not what I meant to do. I was just blown away by the responses that I got. And I want on every server, if you're if you're a 15 through 20th ranked alliance, I would implore you to start reaching out to start picking up some of the players. You know what? Because, listen, that one alliance may say that their admiral's leadership doesn't want to give up their tag. But there's a, there's one or two players on that roster who are going to say, you know what? Can I actually get more rewards? Can I get paid for doing the exact same thing I'm doing right now? And there will be players like that. You just got to find them. You just got to find them. Okay? So I, I'm, I'm here to say, uh, please reach out if you're in an alliance that is not getting it done then then as a player reach up hold your hand up because i guarantee i guarantee a top 10 alliance will snatch you up no questions asked it'll happen all right so well there'll be questions like do you have discord no get it (laughs) well sure sure yeah those kinds of questions but but my point is someone will take your participation because the top alliances realize that this game is all about active players. That's what it is. It's all about active players. So anyway, that's, that's my, that's my soapbox for the day. Okay. Uh, I do want to take our final break. When we come back, I have, uh, some math to go over and some graphics to show you on, uh, partner reputation. Shout out big country. It's your segment coming up next right here on talking Trek live star Trek fleet commands, official podcast. My name is ultimate DJs. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Wrangler jeans available in loose fit and relaxed fit sizes. And for you problem eaters, new total lard, butt. Fit. Introducing Concession by Calvin Klein, the fragrance everyone's been waiting for. I don't give a damn. A scent so intoxicating, the ladies will want it for months. Two? Maybe four? Direct. You know, you're really beautiful. Defiant. We're not gonna lose. Dangerous. I'm gonna bomb the shit out of them. Concession by Calvin Klein, coming soon to a store near you. We think. I don't think it's going to happen. You know my pants are really tight. Fight to lose some weight. Tried to run. Tried some fries. Break on through to a bigger size. Break on through to a bigger size. Break on through to a bigger size. Yeah. 
measure here, then God measure there. Then eating wings all fall and pizza pies. Break on through to a bigger size. Break on through to a bigger size. I am the Burger King. I can eat anything. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. Good evening, everybody. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Are you taking your time? Big Country, I know, did not take his time. He did not take his time. As a matter of fact, he he raced. Uh, Hey, Big, didn't you tell me uh, way early on when you started actually uh, mapping this thing out, you told me that uh, you were going to be partner on November 23rd, I think is what you said, right? November 23rd, you actually did it a day early. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. I know. I take that back. I take that back because you actually hit it yesterday, right? Oh, so yeah. You had told me. Early. You had told me the twenty second or something like that. As a matter of fact, yeah, I believe. Yeah. I believe. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Uh, Big. I believe that I have. I do. You know what? I've got the screenshot uh, that you and I made together when we first talked about known associate. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And we're going to change gears here because there is another expansion, uh, another expansion in this game that we have uh, moved beyond, but is still a very active uh, expansion in the game, right? Uh, and, Gregor, that is one that you have been racing towards. You have been, buddy, you have been 1,000% full tilt on board you have not skipped a beat you have been working towards the maximum reputation in the rogue outlaw store is that correct oh absolutely rambling towards it rambling rambling towards it so let me guys let me give you guys a little bit of math here uh, as far as dates uh big country we created this spreadsheet on sunday september 13th we created this spreadsheet on Sunday, September 13th. On that day, you told me it was going to take you 72 days to get to partner. Okay? 72 days to get to partner from September 13th. Um, and have we? And, and if I'm not mistaken, we actually did the math and reverse engineered it. You were actually able to save two days off your timer because you were taking advantage of the 22-hour cooldown instead of the 24, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was one day. I think I think it was one day. I think I was thinking September twenty second, 
and and now or November twenty second done on the twenty first. Okay, you were thinking the twenty second. You got it on the twenty first. You saved yourself a day because of cooldowns. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. introducing for the first time ever. Um, for the first time ever. Come on now. For the first time ever. Thank you. <laughs> it deserves fanfare, does it not, Big Country? It absolutely deserves fanfare. You are the most progressive player in the entire game when it comes to outlaw reputation. Nobody is farther along than Big Country. Big Country is the first player in the known galaxy uh, to get to uh, partner, and he gave us the data. And, folks, I am here to tell you that it is uh, 100% going to make you gag. You're going to barf. It is moving in the exact same progression as we thought it was going to, right? It, right, Big? You were probably, you were, you were kind of expecting this, but at the same time, like, you were hoping that maybe you were going to reach a bell curve somewhere, right? Or did you, or yep. did you just, fully, pig, or did you, for yeah, or did you just fully expect this to, to be a turd show? Uh, let, let's start guys. Let's start. This is partner. Okay. Uh, and you'll check in the graphics room for those of you listening in podcast form. Every single one of these are on display. Please come in, join the discord and you can be able to take a look in the graphics room. There you go. We start with, um, the, uh, the, the entry level stuff here. As far as partner goes, we see that the outlaw warp token has now been increased to 240,000 keys. 240,000 keys. For those of you who don't remember, at Known Associate, it was only 116,000 keys. We also see the Directives, Rep, and Credits bundle pack at 120,000 keys. 120,000 keys. That was only 58,000 keys at Known Associate. All right, significant, significant jumps. Uh, Let's go back and uh, bring down uh, some of the rest of the store. Uh, of course, you do now get the partner token. Well, yeah, actually, it was the known associate token. You never bought it, did you? You never bought that one. Right. All right. Here's the second I part. The pack. You, you got the pack, right. Yeah. Uh, the bear says it's not terrible. Chick says it's nauseating. Uh, Infinite Key says, shocker, diminishing returns. Scopely's business model. I, I'm not going to disagree with you here, okay? We do see that rare and uncommon and even epic uranium are increased, but I'm going to give you the cost for those in just a second. Those will also make you vomit in your mouth a little bit. Um, I'm going to bring down here to the third level of, of screenshot, and I will show you guys this. Um, this apparently is relatively new to the store. Um, you will see down here grayed out that there are some teasers for upcoming items where you'll actually be able to buy some parts uh, once you get to the outlaw status. And you can see that outlaw status is going to be roughly 10 million points. All right, that's a 10 million reputation, uh, which, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, is not even maxed out. Doesn't this store max at 30 million, Gregor? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's it, where the rep max is. It, yeah. The rep max is at 30. So at Outlaw, that's only 10 million, and we're still not even maxed there, okay? Um, Hudson says, how many days to Outlaw? I'm not sure if he's mathed it out. And I'll tell you why it's going to be 139 days. You know what? I'm going to write that down. 139 days from November well, 22nd. 
if the summon stuff isn't in the pack tonight, it's my last day. <laughs> you hear what that? What are the new officers that are available to you? Well, hang on. We're, yeah, we're going to look at that. We're going to look at that here in a second. No new officers, by the way. No new officers. Um, but uh, more opportunities at those shards. I'm going to show those to you in just a moment. Uh, and, of course, he can still use his Stella Particles, which, again, would be a very asinine use of those simply because... Uh, he doesn't have his research max. So again, I come back and say, do not use stellar particles on uncommon materials until your research is at a point where you're ready to quit. Okay, uh, just just don't do it. Don't do it. All right, uh, coming back in here to the graphics room, we're bringing you the in-depth. Take a look here at the uh, research, Outlaw Research Credits, okay? Outlaw Research Credits, this is now offering 4,300. At Known Associate, it was 3,375. That is a boost of 27%, okay? That's a boost of 27% in your receipt, but you can see there that the single, double, and triple chest have increased as well. Those all increased exactly... 38.04%. Uh, therefore, Gregor, you were saying, I said, you know what? When we were looking at this, I said, that one's not that bad. And you said, but is it? Is it really? Uh, give your comments. 27% increased yield, 38% yeah, increased Yeah, I was cost. saying if you plot it in a graph, the your, your line of reward and your line of spend keep diverging farther and farther away from each other. So wait, you right. mean to tell me that they keep getting more and more expensive the friendlier I am with the outlaws? Yeah, buddy. Ooh, that sounds exciting. <laughs> Hold on. I've got I <laughs> think of the effort involved. I know. All these armadas. Hold done. on. Hold on. We, it gets better. It gets better. Okay, we'll let that go. All right, guys, let me show you the direct... <laughs> Let me show you the directives, rep and credits uh, chest here. Okay, this is the one that costs 120,000 security keys. Now, again, remember, Big has the uh, Outlaw Rogue credits prime, okay? So it's showing 300 right there. The base value is only 150. And if you guys remember, and we go back to the video that we did last month or two months ago when he got to know an associate, all right, we did the same thing. We reversed engineered it. Rogue Credits is showing him 300 because he's got the Prime, which doubles it. It's only 150 at its base. Same thing with the Rogue Reputation. He's getting a 35% boost. All right, so those numbers are 150 rogue credits and 14,150 reputation. Now, again, we we called this out. We called this out in the last video, Big. All right, and and I, I applaud you. I admire you for continuing the push. But we called this out in the last video. For example, the rogue credits that you're getting for that 120,000 keys went up. It, went, it was 130 at known associate. It's 150 at partner for a net yield of 15.38%. 15% increase in the number of rogue credits. All right. And big uh, Gregor and anybody else who who remembers the key point that I made last month or two months ago when we made the last video, the increase in rep, it was only 4,800 rep at Known Associate, and now it's 14,150, ladies and gentlemen, for an increase in reputation of 194.79%. Scalyback says, what are you saying? Slow your roll, avoid that button? You can't avoid this button, Scaly. Because you need the rogue credits and you need the directives. 
okay? You can't do it. But they are forcing you to fast-track your reputation. A nearly 200% increase in reputation for a 15% yield in increased payout. Scopely, utter, total garbage. Hear me. I'm always, I'm always your shill. Everyone always says I'm your shill. I am your biggest cheerleader. This is plain garbage. It's got to be fixed. You have got to. There is only one player in the galaxy who's here yet. And, and I guarantee he's not going to mind if you change it. It has got to be examined. All right. Let's continue on, folks. Oh, it gets worse. I'm so sorry it gets worse. All right. Um, I'm going to skip the data to directives. That one stays the same. It never changes. Okay. 34 uncommon directives, 34 rare directives for 55,000 data. It never changes. Okay. So that's fine. That We have noticed that has been flat ever since accomplice. Okay. It's always been 55,000 data. It's never changed. All right. Uh, let's go to the exchange heist loot box. This is the one that I will 100% you of uh, 100% Sorry, recommend that you avoid this chest if you're wanting to slow your roll because look at that reputation, okay? Now, granted, that's a lot of rogue credits. I know you got to balance it out, but look at the amount of uncommon uh, loot that it's going to cost you there too, okay? So let's, let's do this mathematically. In the heist loot exchange box, you're getting... Oh, where is it? Okay, so we're getting 600 rogue credits because, by the way, remember, he has the prime. He has the prime. All right, so it's doubled. 600 is the base for an increase of 46%. But holy shnikes, it's given 76,000 rep. Again, the base value, 56,740. 56,740 is the base because of his, uh, his 35% research efficiency. All right, it's only costing, um, where did I put that? Oh, here it is. It's costing 19000 for a solo chest or 56000 for a double chest. Now, here, here's the things. In the uncommon exchange, uh, the cost increased 72%. The rogue credits increased only 46%. And the reputation increases 273.67%, Gregor. 274% fast track on that reputation. Boy, it sure seems like Scopely's trying to make you guys push your reputation higher than than maybe what you might be ready for. Why would they want to do that, Gregor? Why would Scopely want to increase the reputation? So you have to do more armadas? I don't know. Have to, do, have to do more armadas. Oh, Chick's got it. The Bears got it. Buy them packs, baby. Spend. Gregor, now, or, uh, Big, let me ask you. I know that you got a lot of loot. All right? I know you got a lot of loot saved up. All right? But let me ask you. Are you still, I mean, like, are you going to be able to do all this maxed every single day? It seems to me like it's going to take a lot more time. How many security? Okay, we can see it. Guys, look in that screenshot. The one right above it. He's holding 830,000 security keys. But the way I figure it, man, you're going to be spending over 220,000 of those a day. So now your bank that you thought was going to hold you over is only going to last now for four days. Is that right? Am I reading that right? Yeah. Are you willing? And the Stella cargo holds 100K. Are you willing to spend that much time on it? 
I mean, it seems like you're going to end up having to spend literally twice as much time. <laughs> Traplord says it only takes five minutes to get 100,000 codes. Okay, fair enough. Let's move forward. <laughs> Traplord is baiting me, Gregor. <laughs> Let's move forward. Let's move forward. Uh, real quick, Gregor, uh, big, if you don't mind, just real fast, show me, uh, grab a screenshot. Don't post it yet. Grab a screenshot of the next uh, research and how many Stella particles it's going to cost you if you don't care. Uh, right. but, but hold on to that. Don't don't post it yet. Right. Guys, here is your uncommon uranium, which admittedly is nobody's bottleneck. All right. A lot of you guys saying, oh, we've got a ton of uncommon. Well, I hope that you do have a ton of uncommon because it's getting wildly expensive. Uncommon uranium. Uh, the payout is now 10,700. It's increased 21%. And Gregor, uh, the increase in expense is roughly an average of 63%. The, the single chest goes up 59%. The double chest goes up 65%. And the triple chest goes up 63%. So let's call it in the middle and say that's roughly a 62, 63% increase in cost for a 21% return. It's the friends and family discount. Sure is, in. buddy. Sure is. Let's continue. Let's continue because um, the rare is the bottleneck. The rare is the bottleneck. It's not the uncommon right it's the rare let's take a look at the rare the rare uh is now going up to 2082 2082 where it was 1934 before an increase gregor of 7.65 percent 7.65 percent trap lord is trying to troll me right now hey trap lord show me how much rare loot you're holding right now please rare loot all right uh because when you go to this next level you're going to get 7.65 percent increased payout but take a look at this uh chest payouts your expense gregor is going to vary anywhere between 58 to 65 percent increased payout for a seven percent return mm. And 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 by and the those way, those rare armadas are hard to do. The by rare way, like, armadas to get directors for. Yeah, the rare armadas are your bottleneck. They one thousand percent are. That's the bottleneck. Okay, it's not epic. It's not uncommon. It's the rares. Trap Lord is now showing us in rare loot. He's got thirty five thousand. Well, congratulations, buddy. You've got three refines. Okay, three refines at the new cost. Three single refines. By the way. Okay. He says, I just did a, a 3X this morning. Ugh, I, I have never recommended to do the triple refine. I, I can see the, valid, the validity in doing the double refine, you know, just for the sake of progression. But golly, the triple. Look at the triple on this one. Hey, Big, you ready to drop 70,000 rare loot for 6,000 uranium? <laughs> Where, no, probably. I probably won't do any more triples. Probably not. Probably no. Blue Mandalorian says triple on uncommon only. Maybe, but what the hell are you going to do with all that uncommon? I mean, literally, you, you could have you could have over a million actual uncommon uranium. Hey, big, just out of curiosity, how much actual uncommon uranium do you are you holding right now? Well, you say it's three million. It's in the upper. No, that's the loot. That's the loot. I, I ha the actual, loot. how much uranium are you holding? Oh, uh. Maybe a hundred thousand right now because I just 
Two handfuls isn't an answer. (laughs) Uh, Enough to power uh, three DeLoreans. Okay, Um, (laughs) guys, let's let's get to the let's get to the most disgusting one. Okay, because uncommon's not the problem. We all know that. All right, rare is the bottleneck, and it's getting more expensive. But let's get to the grossest one. That's epic uranium. Epic uranium goes from five fifty five to five hundred and eighty. That is an increase in only 35 actual, legitimate, countable, quantifiable uranium. It's an increase of 4.5%. Big country for an increased payout of 55.55%. 55.55 increased cost for a 4.5% return. All right. It's absolutely, utterly disgusting scopely what you've done with the rogue store i'm sorry there's no spin there's no shining this up all right it's freaking terrible absolutely terrible it has got to get another look it has to no under no circumstance ever on the face of the earth are you ever going to find something that gets that gets worse in its cost efficiency as you improve your relationship. Okay, that's not how it's supposed to work. I know it does in Scopely land, but this is terrible. It's it's gross. It's gag me gross. Um, I will show you the Officer Redemption, folks. Does not appear that the Officer Redemption actually changed in price. Okay, um, I, I don't see that this has changed in price. Big, I think you said the same. It looks like... Uh, it, everything was pretty much the same, but what they did is they, it looks like I think they gave you another opportunity at one additional shard. Is that what it was? Like the cost was yeah, the same? What, yeah, so, it wasn't. Okay, so, so Scopely, this one is right. You kept the cost the same and you increased the payout. That's how they should all be, FYI. Now, uh, there is something new here, Big, that I've not seen before. Uh, I haven't seen it before. I'd be very curious in seeing the community's reaction. Guys, I'll show you this last screenshot. I'm not going to show you the Stella Particles conversion because I don't think that I should be encouraging you to do that. That's a terrible, terrible idea. Uh, But Big, have you ever seen this Stella bonus before? No, that's why I sent that to you. I I hadn't seen... and I could have overlooked it before. That's that's possible, but I think that was the first time I saw that. Uh, I haven't seen it before either. And and to answer a couple of questions from chat very quickly, Truck and Chick says, "Is Big actually pulling those?" Yes, he has been. He's been pulling triples all the way through to be the first to get here. And and no, no, no. pulling on the the officers. Has he been pulling the officer recruits? Oh, every once in a while. Not not all. I don't do. I don't do them all the time. Every once in a while. I was going to say, I would imagine. So, so the one that, so the one that Scopely didn't change is the one that we really don't use. Oh, well, and Snipes, right? is, Snipes is saying that it did go up. Maybe big didn't pay enough attention to it before because Snipes just showed us his at 315 credits. And here is bigs at 450 credits. So yeah, maybe, maybe not exactly worth it there, big. And, and of course, you know, you got commons and uncommons and some rares. Of course, you got some epics in there, but it's all a chance. And I would imagine, just me guessing, I would imagine that, that big is probably spending a majority of those uh, outlaw credits, those rogue credits or whatever they are, on the research credits because 
that's what he needs. Now, yeah. uh, I, I, this last one here, very quick. Big, if you would, at this point, uh, there's been one or two people saying, oh, not a big deal, not a big deal. You just scrap a bunch of more Stellas. All right. Uh, well, you can scrap a st- you can scrap a Stella, and it'll last you for three more months, man. Hey, show us uh, your next research, please. Your next now, real quick. Your M number, big. What's your M number? I think it's over over a hundred now, right? Uh one one twenty eight. One hundred and twenty eight is your is your M number out of one sixty. All right, and I'm going to copy this into the graphics room, folks. Uh, take a quick peek there at one single research costing over 25% of the actual... Oops, wrong. I think I hit the wrong key. Yep, I did. Uh, <laughs> sorry. One single research, folks, costing over 25% of the yield of a maxed Stella. Okay, right there it is. 143,000 Stella particles. He only gets 467,000. All right, so that 143 divided by 467 is 31%. He's going to get three researches out of maxing a Stella. Three researches out of maxing a Stella. Maztec says, how big is your Stella now? Well, because of the research and all that stuff. Yep, there it is. Big says, I'm almost a million. It's 920,000. 920,000. All right. You guys can see. The M number was 128. Right, Big? Is that what you said? 128. Yeah, well, it's All 128 right. now. All right. Where a Max Stella will get him three researches. Uh, we can also go back and remember, folks, based on what we know about the outlaw research tree. Uh, gosh, Big or uh, Gregor, I can't remember now, but didn't we do the math that it was going to take something like. 28 max Stella cycles to completely max out the research tree. Oh, dude. My memory isn't that good. Blue Panda said 16. I couldn't remember what it is. Bear says, I thought it was 14. I thought it was in the 20s. Either way, either way, it's pretty daggone expensive. And and the problem is you're forced to progress. You're forced to buy reputation if you want the directives. So unless you're going to be a mooch on your team and never run any rares, well, that's not fair. <laughs> you know what well, I'm saying? Well, that's what I do. I just mooch off the team. I'm sure you do. Yeah. I'm sure you do. Uh, I think what will happen now, I mean, just for me, I think what will end up happening is that, you know, I'll be able to mask a lot more on common, and then I'll just end up, like, scrapping a couple of times at level four because I'm just it's going to be a lot harder to get – you know, there's enough uranium and enough epic to kind of like, I might go like, you know, once you, like you said, once you end up with like a million, what else are you going to do with the green stuff? Yeah. You know, so you might as well end up scrapping. In but, case anybody, yeah. uh, in case anybody wants the math, there it is. All right. There is the continuation of the spreadsheet that we did last uh, or two months ago. Uh, known associate is still at the top and we have now added partner. And the percentage change field, by the way, is just from known associate to partner. It's just the progression of the next level, okay? Progression of the next level. And uh, and there you go. That's the data if you'd like to share it, uh, if you'd like to look at it out. Remember, everything reflected here is base values. Uh, Big is actually, unfortunately, forced to endure even more reputation because of a reputation booster that we bought in the beginning thinking it would be a great idea, Big. 
Uh, what <laughs> you know? What I would actually buy a prime to slow down my reputation. Not that I'm trying to give you any ideas, Scopely, but I would legit buy a prime to slow my reputation grind, and it should not be that way, Scopely. Goodness gracious, fix it. Fix it! All right, last thing, uh, and then we'll get ready to uh, play our game. Uh, very quickly, Big, since I've got you, and this this involves you as well. All right. Um, folks, I want to do a very quick announcement uh, regarding the Tier 3 Territory Capture compensation from last Saturday, from eight days ago. An announcement went out this past week from the official moderators on the official Discord to have players submit tickets. The way that the ticket read, uh, or the way that the announcement read, I thought that they were only wanting one person uh, in the alliance to send it. But, Big, that's what you did, right? Uh, yes. You sent in one, and you got the compensation, but nobody else on your team did. Uh, and, and I am seeing this across the board. Now, the communication left hand was not talking to the right hand real well because originally we were talking about, hey, just you know, to keep down on the customer service tickets, we were going to make sure that the, that the alliance only had to submit one ticket and then they were going to grant it to everybody. Apparently, that's not what's happening. Okay, So the announcement is, I'm sorry, Scopely, I tried to save you guys some customer service tickets, but now I'm just going to go ahead and tell everybody, if you were in an alliance that was affected, you must provide proof of adjacency. You must provide proof of currency, okay? And uh, everybody is going to have to send it. And you can send it. And that, of course, is going to completely bog down customer service, but it is what it is, okay? There was another... Oh, you know what? Matt just posted, Matt Dog just, and that's what I was going to tell you, DJ, like, so I, I like sent the instructions today to the group on, on Discord and told everybody, hey, let's, you know, send them this screenshot, type this up, blah, blah, blah. And we I've already had a bunch of people say they already got compensated. There's like, a couple of a couple of things. They're okay? really quick. Yeah, yeah, they there is a team dedicated to working on this. Okay. Matt says I was paid in ten minutes. Housekeeping says I've only gotten scripted responses. And uh and, and so guys, make sure that you use the words T three takeover. Make sure that you've got your screenshots in there that prove that show your alliance tag that prove your adjacency, okay? And and hopefully somebody on your team has this, okay? Hopefully somebody on your team has this from when it failed eight days ago, and because I know a lot of screenshots and video and all this was taken. So please make sure. Now there are also some players like this last one right here. Thank you, Wicked Witch, uh, who got the message. That uh, well, actually, that's not the one I was looking for. That looks like an auto uh, auto reply. There was another message uh, that was sent out where the compensation that was given was literally only like seven hundred thousand dilithium, um, and that is obviously not correct. Okay, so please reinitiate your ticket. Mention T three takeover. Include your evidence. If the screenshots are not there, they will not give it to you. Okay, they will not give it to you. So please make sure that you include the required materials when you submit your ticket. If you do all of it on the first go, then you'll get your compensation without a bunch of rigmarole back and forth. All right. Uh, big country, if I may, uh, you are ops 45. Have you jumped to 46 yet? You still 45. Yeah, 46. You're 46. Yeah. May I show your compensation? Because, oh, course, yeah. because folks, be uh, I am here to tell you that 
for those of you now this is scaled for ops this is for 46 all right but this is pretty daggone close to what we asked for was it not big i will say this based on this compensation i feel like <laughs> i feel like those alliances who missed out on nearheimer were very fairly compensated very so, fairly you, compensated do you still feel that after i sent you the research i do because you got okay. 1.3 billion tritanium all right yep. you got 1.3 billion tritanium now you also told me uh just in in doing the math all right you told me that you felt like after you activated the services it saved you 80 million trite per repair all mm -hmm. right, B by having the one hundred and fifty percent. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can see. Uh, Greg, uh, do you care, big? If I if I share these? No, 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 absolutely. Okay. Yeah, here care. was his. Here was his before full repair of his Kelvin, and uh, here is the after. He activated both services, full repair of his Kelvin. Okay, uh, you can see it went from three hundred and twenty-one million trite to two hundred and forty-two million trite. Okay, that's saving him roughly 80 million trite. Now you take the 80 million trite and you divide that by the 1.35 billion that they gave. Divide by 80 million. There we go. That is 17 repairs worth of difference. 17 repairs worth of difference, which essentially is two and a half, you know, two one day, three the next, five every two days, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's 17 repairs difference. Now, I listen, I know that the G4 players use their ships. I know that uh -huh. they do. Um, but I got to wonder, Big, did you, are you, were you actually destroying your ship 17 times a week? Full destroyed? Probably not, right? Uh Probably, it's probably about that. It probably is. Okay. Let's say that it is. Let's say that it is. Then they made you completely whole, which I got to say, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I asked for. I asked right. for, I asked for, I think I asked for 2 billion trite. They gave you 1.35. That's pretty daggone close in scopely math. Right. All right. And, and by the way, it didn't cost you any cores. Right? It didn't cost you any cores to not be able to compete, but they gave you 1,400 more cores anyway. And then the mats. The mats are great. They gave you G3 and G4 uncommon and rare materials and the isogen. Why did they do that? They did that to make you whole for Mining Monday. I believe this to be a predominantly fair, more than fair. This was a good comp. This was a good I, comp. I would say, I mean, the only thing I would say, I feel like there should have been you know, dill in there, some kind of dilithium, you know. And then if you look at a level 44, they got like 400 and 400, 423 million for a level 44. And still a lot of level 44s have, you know, the Calvins and those Katingas too. And, and you know, I, I don't know if necessarily, you know, like I said, 400, you know, that 80 million, and, and granted, they're not going to be, may not have it as tiered, you know, may not be tier seven, but still, you know, I, I don't know if 400 million for a level 44 was fair. I think that that probably could have been a little bit better. That's just my opinion. Well, I, you know, again, I think you go back and look at, and the way that we did the math for you, for example, was based on, you know, and they did the math based on 17 repairs. 
I think the reason that you and I had come up with the two billion number is because we had done the simulation based off twenty five repairs. So it's very linear. Uh-huh. It's very right. linear. Uh, they basically gave you the difference of seventeen repairs. We had estimated twenty five, which is why we had asked for two billion, and and they ended up giving you one point three billion. All right, for you that seems very fair. Now I'd have to math it out, but I also know this: a tier two or a tier three Katanga doesn't cost three hundred and fifty million tries. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. and, and if they're still using their jellies, I mean, what's a what's a tier six or tier seven, tier eight, tier nine jelly? That's only 70 or 80 million trite. So, I, again, I'd have to math it out. I only did right. the math for, with you. All right. I didn't right. do it based no, on a 44. Yeah. Uh, I didn't it's do it based on a 42. You, same thing. When you compare like the the gas and the rare gas, like it was like literally like the, the compensation was like almost identical from a level 44 to a level 46, except for, except for the, the trick, which was like a third, you know, and that's well, where I thought I was like, ah, I felt like the trick should have been closer. That, that's all. Well, I get and that. And I certainly understand because listen, the biggest complaint, the biggest complaint was not mining Monday. The biggest complaint was the titanium repair cost. That was the one. So I can understand why a level 44 player might feel like it wasn't quite good enough. Uh, and, and we'd have to go back and look at it. Again, I, I also encourage you guys to look at your core ship pack because uh, that was my recommendation was to look at that because its contents kind of already scale by ops. And so is there a significant difference in the ship pack between 44 and 46? I'm going to imagine that there must be. Because I, my recommendation was to use the contents of the core ship pack for the ops level as a baseline, you know. So if your if your ship pack, what does yours have in it? Uh, big. What? How much trite? Two point. A little over two billion. Okay. Uh, if possible, if possible, can a forty-four tell me real quick how much titanium is in your core ship pack? I think it's like one point four. Okay, so sixty percent. Sixty percent. So. Maybe instead of four hundred million, it should have been six or seven hundred million, is what you're saying. And I could get behind that. Closer. I could get, yeah, I could get behind that. Uh, yeah, Raxnar says one point four billion. That's kind of how I'm thinking that they did the baseline, guys. But they also apparently did go through and and choose how many repairs that they were going to use as a baseline. In Big's case, they did seventeen repairs. Uh, Raxnar says they did miss out on the dilithium, but just looking at Big's uh, big screenshot here. It looks like we're talking a difference of about one and a half million dill based on 17 repairs would have been about 25 million to lithium. And, well, you I, know, that's not a small amount either. So, I think there should have been a, uh, a, a compensation token you had to buy out of the store or something. <laughs> yeah, there should have, been, should have been three additional currencies for you guys to go and get your get your comp. So uh, I, you they know, should offer me some some s'mores. <laughs> I will say this as we get ready to wrap it up. And you know what? Hey, big. I'm I'm seeing here. Not that I'm trying to swamp customer service, but Raxnar brought up that very specific point. Said there was no deal, right? And he asked, and they did grant him seven million to lithium. So perhaps maybe you should follow up on your ticket. If you, think, I, I probably will. I just I want to make sure the rest of my guys get their stuff. And yeah, and 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 again, you know, King Connery saying the same thing. Given compensation history, this is an improvement alone uh, as far as the comp yes. goes. Now, now, you know, response time, <laughs> response time was a little rough on this one, but at least they got the comp right, and they are comping affected players. Which big? This was one of my big things because you know. 
and and by the way, before anybody gets mad at me, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Scopely did potentially have on the table to do a galaxy-wide comp. And I strongly encouraged against that because the galaxy was not impacted. There were specific players that were impacted and and specific players. Look at look at Big. He was given 1.3 billion titanium, and we estimate that that would have made him whole if he had done 17 repairs on his ship. Over the course of a week, folks, 17 repairs. So they made him whole based on the services he would have had. How appropriate would that have been for me or you know, for me to have gotten 700 million titanium when I didn't have a dog in the fight? You know what I'm saying? So I will respectfully say that I would imagine that the reason this took so long is because we were trying to target the appropriate players. We have said this in the past. Listen, I'm never against goodie bags for the galaxy. But look what happened with Badgegate. Look what happened with Stellagate. All right? And the entire galaxy was compensated on top of the players who were affected getting the quote-unquote bonus materials. It didn't level anything out. This is the first time Scopely has issued a targeted compensation that does, in fact, level it out. You know what I'm saying? This made it right to the affected players. And that's why I think it took a little bit of extra time and why I think that they handled this one appropriately given the compensation. Now, again, time and communication could have been done differently, but nonetheless... Yeah, you got it, King Connery. The PR, the PR would have needed to be a little bit better, but they at least finished this up appropriately. Okay, affected players only, and affected players seemingly were made pretty whole. Maybe not quite perfectly, and 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 I've said this before too. You can't anticipate making everybody one hundred percent whole. Big, you and you and I even had this conversation. It, it's impossible to account for every currency of every activity of every individual player. But this pack, this compensation that you got, that's that's pretty healthy. No, I, I changed my mind. I, I, I want the uh, Galaxy compensated. Changed my mind. Get out of here. I could have rated another $2 billion. Get out of here. All right, <laughs> folks. <laughs> you, the Galaxy compensation would have been something unrateable. Like <laughs> the galaxy compensation would have been a, a 24 hour bonus refinery or something silly like that. Not silly. I mean, obviously that would have been great, no. but, but, but big honest to God. Okay. Just real fast. No. We've got to wrap up. Would you have been happy if the galaxy had gotten a 24 hour bonus refinery? Oh, as a compensation for, the, as for that? the compensation for you losing your tier three, would it have been fair for the entire galaxy to have gotten paid for your sacrifice? Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that wouldn't have been fair. No, no. So again, despite the the delays, I think they did this one right. They should have chatted. They should have been a little bit more timely in communication. Even if it took a week to get the chest right, they could have continued to address it. But nonetheless, it's handled. Tickets are being handled. Please, uh, if you have not yet sent your tickets, send your evidence in. And clearly, Scopely has prepared something to make you feel whole after your loss of territory for seven entire days. Ladies and gentlemen, that does the show. It's time to play a game. Yes, it is. Let's give away a few Sport Drive components and see what happens. Oh, yeah. Shinjo says uh, we're celebrating uh, two years. 
the second anniversary of the game's initial launch, November 29th, 2020. It's next Sunday. Yeah, so we're one week away from the two-year anniversary. I wonder if Scopely will do something exciting for next week. We'll see. All right, in the meantime, here tonight, we're going to play a game called Talking Trek's Fast Money. It is Family Feud. you got to get 200 points. We're going to give away up to 250, actually up to 500 Sport Drive components tonight. 250 for you and 250 for a partner. All right, yeah, we won. Uh, somebody won the jackpot last week, so we're reset. We've reset it. Ladies and gentlemen, Devil's Advocate's my player. Congratulations. Tequila says, how long has it been since you gave away a ship? It's been a while. It has been a while. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? I was supposed to. I was supposed to get approval to do something amazing for episode number 100. And I didn't get a chance to do that. Maybe we can team up two-year anniversary and episode 100 and do something magnificent. Yeah, maybe. All right. Devil's Advocate uh, was the player. He says, am I eligible? Let's take a look real quick. Devil's Advocate has not played since September 30th. You're good to play, my friend. You're good. Congratulations. Kings Connery says, hey, maybe next month you can give us particles. That would be great, right? Hook up some particles. All right. Devil's Advocate, please choose your partner. So we've got it. We got Tammy Moza as our secondary player. We got Devil's Advocate as our primary player, and uh, both of them uh, look to be available to play in voice. So super exciting. Let's go over the rules very quickly. Of course, we are going to take uh, Tammy Moza. Tammy Moza, we're going to hide you away in the soundproof booth. Everybody, say goodbye to Tammy Moza right now. Say goodbye, Tammy Moza. He is going in the soundproof booth, and Devil's Advocate is going to now have a chance to play. 200 points is what you need. We surveyed 100 people. The top five answers are on the board. You get 25 seconds to go after I finish reading the first question. Devil's Advocate, are you ready to play Talking Trek's Fast Money? Yes. Let's do it. All right. The clock begins after I finish reading the first question. 25 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Name something a king would hate to be without. His country. Name a takeout food a family might have for dinner. Tacos. Name the important first that people record about a baby. First step. Name an animal that might live in a tree. Monkey. Name something college freshmen have to start sharing when they live in the dorms. Soap. All right, very good. Plenty of time there. Okay, let's uh, let's get some of these. Uh, I'm going to write down... What I forgot here. An animal that lives in a tree. What did you say? Monkey. Thank you. Um, first that people record about a baby was steps, you said, right? Yes. Tacos. And... Big country tacos. Big country tacos. All right, let's check out your points and see. Uh, do we have somebody that's going to be able to check points? Trick and Chick is here. I bet she's going to do count. it. I can count. 
All I right. Got you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Let's uh, let's check out and see uh, what your answers are here. All right. Name something a king would hate to be without. Uh, Devil's Advocate said. <laughs> sorry, hit that early. Devil's Advocate said his country. Uh, survey says. Very good. That's on the board. 14 points for you. Uh, 14 points. Name a takeout food a family might have for dinner. You said tacos. Tacos. Uh, Survey says. Yeah, we're going to give that to you. Uh, Mexican, but it's only worth three points. All right. Yeah, uh, that's all right. Name the important first that people record about a baby. You said steps. Survey says. Very good on the board and worth 31 points. Very good. Name an, an, an animal that might live in a tree. You said a monkey. A monkey. Survey says. Very good on the board and the number one answer at 38 points. Finally, name something college freshmen have to start sharing when they live in the dorms. You said soap. Soap, he says. Survey says. Not on the board. We're not going to give you any points for soap. All right, no points for so, but you did pretty daggone good. Trucking Chick is going to get us our number of points real quick. We're going to bring Tabby Moza back on in. Wait, hang on. Monkey was 38, right? Yes. <laughs> hey, Tabby Moza. Welcome back. <laughs> Tabby Moza says it gets very I quiet. I do my worst. It gets very quiet in the soundproof booth. Gregor's butt cheeks are still on the glass, too. We're going to need to page housekeeping. Housekeeping. <laughs> All right, very good. Truckin' Chick says that your partner, Tabby Moza, scored 114 points. Nice job. job, Yeah. Great job. 114 points. You need 86 for the win. We're going to play in voice. 30 seconds are on the clock. If you hear this sound, that means guess again that that answer has already been guessed. Are you ready to play? Yes, sir. Here we go. The clock will begin 30 seconds from when I finish reading the first question. Here we go. Name something a king would hate to be without. Clothing. Name a takeout food a family might have for dinner. Chinese. Name the important first that people record about a baby. Name. Name an animal that might live in a tree. Sloth. Name something college freshmen have to stop sharing when they live in the dorms. Cows. <laughs> what the hell? You guys are weird. This is this is terrible. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, that's right. Who shares towels? That's freaking gross, man. You, you guys must have had the worst college experience ever. I did not have to share soap or towels, okay? I took my own towel. I took my own soap. I had it in my shower caddy. I walked in. Buddy, ain't nobody, ain't nobody rubbing their hairiness all over my soap, okay? That's my soap. I did not share that stuff. Goodness what gracious. You That's just the soap? first That's thing disgusting. that came to mind. I mean, listen, every single – first of all, when I went to college, I was using bar soap, okay? I, I use a loofah now and body wash. But when I was in college, I used bar soap. What, do, what is every commercial? When, when they advertise bar soap, they're always rubbing it all over themselves, Okay. Like that's that's how you do it. Every single TV commercial with a with a bar of soap DJ. is rubbing it all over yourself. DJ, okay. it was gonna be towel or girl. So well, <laughs> we'll see. Well, one of those might have had a better chance. All right, let's uh, let's see. Name something a king <laughs> would hate to be without. He said clothing. Clothing. Uh, survey says. 
not, not on the board. No. Clothing? <laughs> yes, I think it doesn't. I don't think that would be isolated to the king. Like anybody's going to be pissed off. If they don't have clothes. Name a takeout. <laughs> Name a takeout food a family might have for dinner. You said Chinese. Chinese survey says. Very good. 28 points. 28 points on the board. You only need uh, 86. You only need 86. Right there's 28 of it. Name the important first that people record about a baby. You said its name? Is that what you said? You got to re- That's the. F- okay. Baby's yep. name. Survey says. Not on the board. Damn it. Not on the board. Name an animal that might live in a tree. He says a sloth. sloth hey check out where they live survey says not on the board not on the board and finally name something college freshmen have to start sharing when they live in the dorms um he said towels Oh, shit, wrong button, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I can assure you that's not on there, okay? Uh, Towels, not on the board, all right. (laughs) Nobody nobody is sharing the towels, okay? I can assure you. Uh, Let's go. You know the sad thing is, DJ, we just had a territory takeover against his alliance. Okay, you're excused. You're excused because you were distracted. Uh, name something a king would hate to be without. Ladies and gentlemen, the number one answer was his queen. Brown. His queen. Uh, name a takeout food a family might have for dinner. Pizza was the number one answer. Name the important first that people record about a baby. How about first words? First words was the number one answer. Name an animal that might live in a tree. You did get that one. A monkey was the number one answer. Name something college freshmen have to start sharing when they live in the dorms. It is not towels. It is not soap. But it is their bathroom ladies and gentlemen there is talking tricks fast money and uh, don't worry we're not going to let you go home empty-handed 100 g3 or g4 uncommon materials 100 sport drive components are yours for the picking just send me a pm with your player id and your choice of prize Ladies and gentlemen, there is Talking Treks Fast Money. Thank you, housekeeping, for the reminder. Uh, I'm going to give you just about 15 or 20 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. 15 or 20 seconds. Please go on up into the Spam It room. And if you have not done so, Spam It. 500 G3 or G4 Uncommon Materials. 500 G4 Uncommon Parts will be given away right now, this very moment, with our Spam It game. We're three days behind. So please, go on up into the Spam It room. Spam to your heart's content very quickly let's get it in if you've already answered if you've already entered then you don't need to but if you have not done so yet like haven haven has it really been two weeks since you visited us yeah it has been goodness gracious hey what's up admiral dad welcome the bear thank you for getting registered 433 names are in the hat right now somebody is going to win 500 materials of their choosing ladies and gentlemen Let's see if we can find ourselves a winner. And time is up. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. All right. The bot has been coded. We have typed it in. Oh, Nick Burns sneaking in right at the very last second. Ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, King Connery sneaking in at the very last second. There you are. Let's find ourselves a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, 500. G3 or G4 uncommon materials or parts. Who's it going to be? The bot has chosen Hallencourt. Congratulations to you, Hallencourt. 
Very, very good, Halicor. Congratulations to you. You may not be listening right now, and that's okay because Spam It does not require you to listen live. This is an off-air game, so if you're listening in podcast form, all you have to do is join our Discord, enter into the Spam It game, and just like Alan Court, you have an opportunity to be drawn for 500 materials, and we do that twice a month. Ladies and gentlemen, the Spam It bot has been reset. You guys go crazy in the Spam It room, and entries are now being taken. If you registered before, it's all wiped out now. All right, a brand new contest and a brand new winner in two weeks. That's coming up after the 1st of December. You guys get crazy with your bad selves in the spam it room. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our time. We have gone, God, how did we go over again? Gregor, you know, when we first started, we shot for an hour, then we went to 90 minutes. Then we said, well, we can't get it done in 90 minutes. We'll shoot for two hours. Then we were shooting for less than two and a half, and now we're barely under three. I don't understand how that happens, man. You're off work. You know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm off work. Do you guys like the longer podcast? I imagine that's hard to listen to. Three hours in a podcast platform, that's that's hard to listen to. I would think. I don't know. But if you guys like it, heck, we'll do it. Chick says it's even better when we do it live. I don't disagree. I enjoy hanging out with you guys. Thank you so much. My name is Ultimate DJs. We're going to get ready to heck on, uh, get the heck on out of here. If you would, please do me a solid. Visit on over. Uh, visit our website. That is TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online. All you got to do is go on over there and visit. You got all kinds of great stuff. As a matter of fact, we are going to be publishing a video coming up very, very soon on this new partner reputation and what our reactions to that are so uh, heads up on that coming into the youtube channel and be sure to share that with folks who may have missed the podcast here today also at talking trek stfc.online you can get a link directly over to the youtube channel so that you can like and subscribe to that channel i'd very much appreciate that you also find a link here into the discord so you can enter and play spam it you can also listen live and enter to play family feud when we're here live so there's all kinds of ways for you to win right here with Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs, and uh, I'm getting ready to get the heck on out of here. I would also invite you to consider joining our patron program for as little as $5 a month. You could be a gold patron, a monthly supporter of this show that keeps us on the air, that keeps the lights on, and keeps the research flowing. And I would like to say thank you very much to those gold patrons right now. Gregor, thank you, sir. Sky, Venkman, and I Beglin, big country. Trash Panda, Doom, Omicron, Hank, Chuck's the Grunt, and Pops. Thank you guys so very, very much for supporting this show. Dark Lord, Stevens Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Hi I Bombed You, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jberg, and Morgul. Thank you guys so very much for joining the show. DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhani, Just Skippy, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Cass, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC Jetski, Wingnut, J Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Rackstar, Striker, V Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quack Boo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo 101, Nostromo, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damadarks, Blue Mandalorian, Moxavian, Infinite Key, and Maztec. Thank you guys so very, very much. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Talking Trick Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. See you on Wednesday. Love you, Mina. Bye-bye.